0: Wellston Golden Rocket Football is on the air. Fox Sports 105.3 FM, AM 1330 WYBC, and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Tonight's game is brought to you in part by the Ohio Valley Bank, Howard Hanna Realtors, McNerland Network, Four Wins Community, Gas and Stuff of Hamden Buckeye Construction and Restoration McDonald's of Wellston R.M. Williams Funeral Services Benton County National Bank Lockhart Insurance Agency Iron City Implement Rent to Own Dave Strickland State Farm Insurance Dave's Custom Butchering Layella Lanes of Wellston Atomic Credit Union Wellston Golden Rocket Football Also brought to you by Nympco Propane Happening Bistro, Holzer Health System, Higgins Steel Roofing and Siding, Policio Foods, Monroe Collision with the Collision of the Game, Honda, Suzuki, Polaris, Can Am, and KO of Jackson, the Gallia, Jackson, Megs Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Board, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon, and Clagg attorneys at law. The University of Rio Grande, Jackson and MacArthur Center. Howard Dakota, Hannah, the McNerland Roadhouse. Network team, is Jenkins excited Care for you community. to meet our newest and agent, Jackson Dillon County McCarroll. Now, with all of the play-by-play action, here are Nathan Mulligan, Matt Peterson, and Jordan Lackey.
1: Welcome, Wellston football fans. You're listening to either 105.3 FM or 1330 AM. I'm Matt Peterson. Alongside me this evening, Nathan Mollihan. We've got a little bit different crew. If you listened to us last week, we had Jordan Lackey with us. Uh, Tonight, we've got my brother, Paul Peterson. He's going to help us out with some stats. You probably won't hear from him a whole lot, uh, but he is on the mic, so you might hear from him here and there. Um, Nate, after last week, uh, we're feeling pretty good about where we are, I think. Yeah, Uh, yeah, definitely. We had... uh, a similar game to Fairland when it comes to having to grind something out. Uh, Fairland played down at Portsmouth West uh, last week, ground out high-scoring game. Um, ours was a little bit different, but similar atmosphere, I think. Right, right. First of all, I'll say hi to Jordan because I know he's at home listening. He's
2: listening, yeah. right? So we, We'll miss him down here, but um, but yeah, that w- that game last week was a was a grinder. Um, of course, the stats overall between Portsmouth West and. And uh, and Fairland was pretty close, you know, as far as pretty even game. They come right down to the last, I think, it could have went either way. Um, you know, right. So Fairland pulled it off just kind of like we did. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting tonight. Fairland has a, you know, a nice-sized team. Looks like they've got probably, what, 40 – actually, how many players? They've got probably 40 players out there. So they've got a, a good, solid team numbers-wise. Um, we've got 33 guys tonight. We've got one of uh, – was it Justin Jackson? Has had a shoulder injury on Monday. Yes. So he won't be playing tonight. Which you know he's our backup quarterback. So that can you know play a factor tonight. It's wet. It's damp. Um, it just quit raining there. I mean it was sprinkling when, when we come in. So it's going to be interesting to see um, you know how we play tonight. when the road.
1: Right. Well, I think what you'll see is two different styles of offense. Uh, Fairland likes to sp- split it out. Uh, they've got a three-year starter in quarterback uh, Peyton Jackson. He's got some big body wide receivers on the outside, so they like to get their ball, uh, get the ball to playmakers in space. Uh, they're more of an up tempo team. Um, Golden Rockets, on the other hand, are more power run. Uh, Johnny Scott had quite a few carries last week for 193 yards. Uh, he led the Rockets in rushing. Uh, you'll see a lot of Josh Clarkson and Seth Lambert in the backfield. Those are the two split backs for Wilson. They split time carries pretty evenly. Um, one of the highlights for the Rockets, I think, uh, that we're going to try to ride into this game is we average four plus a carry out of all of our rushers. Right? Yeah, it was a good. And that brings me to my point, I'm watching film on Fairland,
2: number 78, Ethan Stewart. He's 6'3", 250 pounds. He's the left defensive man in all the film I've watched on him. He's a big physical guy. Um, he's right here in front of us. You see him down there. He's a, he's a nice-looking athlete. How can we control him? You know, we did a great job last week controlling the line of scrimmage. So if we do get stuff at the line of scrimmage, can we make adjustments and throw the ball night? You night? Know, we may have to throw the ball on the edge. Because athlete for athlete, I think we can match up. What's what we've talked about a lot this week is our depth, how we want to match up depth wise. Because as game grinds, guys get tired, but we have athletes, they have they, they run a lot of three by one sets and receiver sets. Um, we have, like I've said before, we have one of the best uh cornerbacks in southern Ohio, and Kel Fott, But we have a really good DB backfield. Watching last week, so it's gonna be a challenge. I mean, we've got to play solid football, no mistakes, no mistakes.
1: Come out and just every guy, just do your job, right? You'll see a lot out of Fairland. you'll see a lot of four wide. Um, And that's something the Rockets got a good warm-up last week playing Oak Hill. They did try to do a lot of bubble screens and stuff out in the flats. Our linebackers did a great job. Our outside linebackers did a great job covering that stuff up. So a little bit more of a test tonight, uh, but I think we're going to see how well they can stick in there. I think they've got a good chance uh, to come out and be competitive, so I'm excited to get this going. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to uh, get the opening kickoff underway Rockets will kick Fairland will receive This is Fox
3: Sports Radio 1330 right. <laughs> WYPC Fairland, AM wilson And 105.3 uh, FM Jackson and,
2: uh, It's a beautiful night For football The sun's just starting To go down a little bit The lights are on There's a lot of energy In the, in the, uh, in the
1: crowd right now Yeah Now we do have some po- uh, A possibility of some Weather coming in later on uh, Thunderstorm's about 50% Around 9 o'clock So we'll see how that Plays into things Hopefully we don't get Any weather delays uh, It's a later kickoff This evening so um, Rockets are going to be late getting home as it is so we don't need any, anything to hold that up any longer uh, kickoff specialist tonight of course senior Mike Weber uh, this is his fourth year kicking for the Golden Rockets he's really come into it uh, we talked to Coach Graham earlier in the week and uh, he said to expect some good things out of this kid they're going to trust him to win some games and lean on him a little bit as the season goes on uh, so here we go uh, Mike Weber set to kick off Golden Rockets getting set opening whistle and Mike Weber's kick is away nice kick Not bad, it's gonna be picked up about the 18-yard line. Number one, Cam Kitts has the edge, cuts back to the inside. He's got blockers. has to beat Mike Weber. He beats Mike Weber and Cameron Kitts is gonna take the opening kickoff to the bar. So that is about how the Golden Rockets wanted to start the game. There were a couple of missed tackles. Mike Weber had a shot at him, uh, but had just a little bit of a, a backward angle. And Cam Kitts followed blockers, and you can see the speed that Fairland has. Cam Kitts yeah. is one of those guys on the outside. He's a junior wide receiver, about 170 pounds. He's a good athlete.
2: And that's, you know, like I said, you know, Mike did a good job kicking the ball, had a nice hang time. and you know, those kickoff coverage like this right here, with, with the speed they have, if you don't do your job and hold your lanes right there, this is what happens. But you know what? For the Rockets, you know what? Chalk it up. It's done. Move on. Now we get the ball, come back and score. Um, I don't know how many times I've watched the game. I remember watching the Buckeyes a couple, well, probably 10 years ago in the uh, cham- the uh, national championship against Florida. And they run the kickoff back, and they come back and get whacked. So anyway, so the Rockets just need to
1: keep level-headed here, just come out and play. Right. So the PAT attempt by number 15, Aiden Miller, is good. So it's 7-0 Fairland with 1140 left in the first quarter. The opening kickoff goes to the house. Uh, the Rockets last week had some adversity and uh, some Ill-timed penalties in crucial situations, they responded well. So I expect nothing different this evening. Um, very level-headed coaching staff, and they coach their team that way. Very level-headed guys. Yeah. I got a leader in Johnny Scott that's going to come out. Uh, he does a great job. hes If you don't know Johnny, he's a little bit of a quiet kid, doesn't talk a lot. And I think that demeanor is an asset uh, when you get in the huddle. He's the leader of the offense. So we'll see if he can get these guys calmed down. We can come back and execute.
2: With quiet confidence, and just like I said, the biggest thing, guys, calm down. Nothing hurt. This is good back and run. Just, just first of all, just catch the kick. Don't fumble and just grind on the field and do our job. Yep, a lot of football left. A lot of football left. This is something that can be made up. So, so back, don't panic. Who's back deep for the Rockets? I can't get the numbers back there, Matt.
1: Cale Fott is the deep man in center. Um, flank to his right about five, or right and left about five yards in front of him. Josh Clarkson off to his right. Seth Lambert looks like off to his left. So in the number fifteen, Aiden Miller for Fairland stepping back to kick and his kick is off straight down the middle of the field it's going to be picked up by kale Fott on a bounce right at about the five yard line kale Fott cuts up the middle cuts off to his right beats one tackler has a little bit of room runs out of bounds right out about the 20 yard line
2: oh, nice little return a little hesitation, fell a rim on the edge and got to the sideline. And then that was a smart play by Kel. He realized he wouldn't get any more yards, just got a bounce, and let's go back on offense. So good job.
1: Right. Stay healthy, protect the football. Right. So Wilson will take over, what, offense On the 20, on their own 20-yard line. So Johnny Scott getting his guys into the huddle.
2: Number 54, Mason Collins, is the center. He does a good job, I and mean, he's a, a short guy, but he does a really good job getting up one of those big guys and moving around. So right now he's got a, a, quite a, a load right in front of him. What number is that young man out there? Number 61, Spencer, 11, 6'3", 325,
1: lined up against Frederick Collins. That is a large man, Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Seth Lambert offset to his right. Four wide receivers for the Golden Rockets. Johnny Scott's going to throw it right out of the gate. Intended for Mason Collins, pass broken up by Fairland number 10, Bryson Hunt. Hey, that was a good play call. Um, he was open. Johnny made a good, uh, good throw and just uh, in between his hands there a little bit. So that, that was a good play call to open up. Right, something that we didn't see at all last week. Um, the Rockets had such, such success uh, running the football out of two or three sets. They didn't have to open anything up, come right out and show something new. So hats off to the coaching staff there. Uh, so the Rockets getting set again. We have Evan Canner wide to the left. Kale fought in the slot. Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Johnny Scott takes a snap. Oh, it's, it's a high snap. Johnny Scott falls on the football. It looks like the Golden Rockets recovered it, but a high snap. Johnny Johnny Scott couldn't quite corral it, but he falls on it. And that's going to be a loss of about four or five. No, it's going to be a loss of about ten. No, no, about, we'll, no, we'll about call it five. Yeah. five yeah. Loss of five. Yep. So we're going to have third and 15. So the Rockets facing some adversity right off the rip here this evening. Opening kickoff goes back um, incomplete pass. Now a botched snap. Uh, so we'll see how they can recover here. So third and long, and then now uh, you got Fairland switching now some uh, their defensive
2: pack Number 50 nose guard going. He's six foot two thirty five. So as uh, of course from a center position, you got a guy who wasn't real mobile to a guy who's very mobile now. So let's
1: see. You see how the line holds up right here. So Josh Clarkson offset to Johnny Scott's right. Johnny Scott, another high snap. Johnny Scott gets this one back. He's taken off around the right side. He's going to sh- throw deep, intended for number 18, Levi or Is that Cale Fott? I can't see that far. Number 15, Cale Fott. There is a uh, flag in the backfield. Looks like an area of holding. So we'll see what the call is, but that pass was incomplete. Slightly overthrown. Looked like Cale Fott. There's a lot of body checking going on on that route. That was a straight-go route by Kale Fott. Uh, But no no flags downfield, but there's one in the backfield. Holding against against Wells, since that penalty will be declined, and that's going to bring up fourth down. So an unfortunate turn of events here for the Rockets to open this game.
2: Yeah, that snap right there. Last week, we didn't see one bad snap. So, you know, coming out playing on the road for the first time home game or uh, on the road for the first time this year, And uh, with the size of those guys in front of him, that wouldn't put a little bit
1: more pressure on you. So just calm down and make a good snap. So Evan Cantor's punt is away. Not too bad of a punt. It's going to bounce at about the 40-yard line. It takes a Fairland bounce, and it's actually going to go out of bounds right at about the 40. They're going to mark it, uh, we'll say, about the 45 of Wellston. So Fairland's going to start the ball in Wellston territory at the 45-yard line. So this is the first time we will see senior quarterback Peyton Jackson. So number 13, Keegan Smith, he's a guy on film.
2: Well, all the receivers are pretty strong, but number 13, he can move up and down the field pretty quick. So keep a good eye on him. Looks like they got Kel Fox split out on that side over there, Kind of keep a good eye on him. So let's just uh, see what happens here. I think they're going to go for a deep bomb right here off the bat
1: to Peyton Jackson, shotgun snap. Play fake, bubble screen out to the left, number 10. Number 10 cuts up the middle of the field to his left. He's brought down by number 14, Josh Clarkson. Good play there by the Rockets, by uh, gang tackling.
2: Number 10, uh, Bryce Hunt, he's a pretty quick player. Cut the ball to bubble screen, got the field
1: quick. The Rockets did a good job getting for the ball and making tackle, not letting him get And they're regards. going no tempo, so Peyton Jackson in the shotgun again. Hands off to the running back, number 21. 21 up the middle of the field. He's brought down, but not until he picks up a first down Ball is going to be spotted at Wellston's 26-yard line. So that was Quentin Cremines, and he is a big-bodied kid as well. Nate, he clocks in at six foot, 215 pounds. Yeah, he's a hoss back but, there. So that's a brute of a back. Peyton Jackson, snap, hands off to number 21 nice again. Play nice hit in the backfield by number 55, Isaac McWilliam. Yeah, great, good play by Isaac. He got hit of the week last week. And uh, just
2: for plays like that. So we need big guys or seniors like that to step up tonight and make plays. That's something that can change the whole mentality for the defense. And, uh, you know, just down there, just calm down. You know what I mean? Calm down and just make a play. Quentin, Jack.
1: Nice job by the defensive line again. So that's another run stop. Number eight. Jackson's carry. And Isaac McWilliams in again on that play. So Isaac McWilliams and Seth Lambert. Great play there. So that's going to be third and about nine and a half. That's that's huge right there. They're in the, the red zone. Fairland. And two big plays back-to-back. And Cameron Kitts checks into the ball game for Fairland. Pass from Peyton Jackson to Cam Kitts. Cam Kitts catches it.
2: And, oh, he dropped it. Yeah. So a great route. They had a go route on there. Or up and out. And so made a play. Um, Had one-on-one with the linebacker. Bennett got lost just a little bit. They made up um, and just got in, I think, the side of the receiver just a little bit. He couldn't pull the ball in. Great play by the defense. Fourth and long
1: right now. So Peyton Jackson in the shotgun. Cam Kitts offset to his white. Trips to the left. So Cam Kitts drops into it. He's got all kind of time. He's going to roll out to his right. Still looking downfield. Bullet pass to number three. Caught and hit. Brought down at Wilson's five-yard line by number 12. Bennett Yoder in the check. Number three, Jack Hayden, 6'1", 180 for uh, the Fairland. He's he can, This receiver, of course, pretty strong, Matt. Yep, and they're going no huddle. So we're already back up the line of scrimmage. Trips left again. Cam Kitts offset to the right. Peyton Jackson hands off to Cameron Kitts. Cameron Kitts dancing, picks his way up to about the Wellston three uh, before he's brought down by a host of Rockets. We're trying to see who's going to get up off of that pile. First contact, I think, it was made by Bennett. Benny Yoder in a check and Isaac, and Williams. Isaac and Williams again. So the linebacker core active for the Rockets so far tonight. No huddle again. Cam Kitts makes the handoff, and he is in for a touchdown. So a short short run for Cameron Kitts. Him and Quentin Kareem split carries. Last week, Cam Kitts had 20 carries for 85 yards. Uh, so he returned the opening kickoff, and now he's got the second score. So two touchdowns for Cameron Kitts in this ballgame for Farrell.
2: Yeah, I mean, right there, Bennett made contact in backfield, and the the running back just kind of wanted more than what Bennett wanted to tackle look like. Um, I'm not sure if Bennett just kind of gave up on that a little bit, but um, I think Bennett could have held him up a little bit to help uh, with the safety come down and make a play. But regardless, they got him
1: his end score.
4: And Aiden Miller's kick is good. good.
1: So that's going to make it 14 0. Fairland, on that note, uh, we'll take just about a minute break. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3 FM and 1330 AM. I'm Matt Peterson, Nathan Mollahan, Paul Peterson. We'll be back in about 60 seconds.
0: Howard Hanna, the McNerland Network team, is excited for you to meet our newest agent, Dylan McCarroll. Dylan is a veteran and has worked as a correction officer and is ready to serve Southern Ohio with all of their real estate needs. Just call 740-239-1239 to schedule your free consultation today.
2: Remember, call Dylan McCarroll with the McNerland Network team at 740-239-1239. That's 740-239-1239.
5: Rent own is the way to do it. Come on in, there's nothing to it. Brand new look the easy way. Rent own can do it today gonna love you for it it's time
0: to you you're listening to the wellston golden rockets on fox sports 105.3 fm all right
1: ladies and gentlemen we are back just as kale fought fields the punch or i'm sorry the kickoff after the ensuing touchdown he's got room to the left cuts inside and he's hit by two or three Fairland Dragons at about the Welston 25-yard line. Number 57, number 23, and number four on the tackle for Fairland.
2: Yeah. Nice little run back, and uh, Bennett check had a really good block on that to free him up for an extra five yards.
1: So a little bit better field position for the Golden Rockets to start this drive. And I'll tell you what, Nate, it's time to respond. Yeah, you got to make some positive yards right here. Um, first of all, no,
2: no silly penalties. You know, make sure we have good snaps and just get some positive yards right here. So I
1: I look for just some kind of little run right here, just something safe right here. Yep, get a small win. So Johnny Scott lines up in the shotgun. Seth Lambert in the backfield. Have Evan Cantor wide right. Cale Fott in the slot to the right. Seth Lambert motions off to Johnny Scott's right. Johnny Scott. Takes a shot down the snap, fakes to Lambert. Bubble screen out to Kale Fott. Kale Fott one-on-one with number 10. Fott beats him initially. He's going to get hey, two or three yards. That's a, that's a good win for the Rockets. That's hey, a good job right there because Kale got, you know, good job by Johnny getting the ball
2: out to Kale. Kale caught it, first thing caught it, turned around, had one guy to beat, made a move on him, and then the uh, other out, the quarterback come in and uh, beat that block and, and uh, stopping for a big
1: gain there but hey what's that five yards that's a five-yard pickup for kale Fott. that's exactly what we need right now and he uh, that's kale fott has got some size too he he stands about six foot two so he is not an easy tackle out there on the edge so same formation looks like mason collins the wing back to the left kale Fott in the slot to the right johnny scott takes the shotgun snap hands off to seth lambert coming to the left lambert tries to get the edge but nothing doing they brought more guys around the edge than Wilson could block. Gage Goheen, Mason Collins trying to clean up that edge, but couldn't quite get there. Wide receiver, or I'm sorry, the cornerback number 13 uh, came in and made a great break on the ball. Stopped Seth Lambert for a gain of about one yard. Nice little
2: uh, leg drive by Seth at the end of that play right there because it had contact made on him, and uh, he kept driving and got about a half a yard after the hit. And then so right now it brings up third and about, what, four and a
1: third, half? Yeah, third, four and a half. The yard marker's not quite where the ball is spotted. We're going to say third and four on our own, about 31-yard line. So Johnny Scott in the shotgun again. Golden Rockets are going trips to the right. Seth Lambert in the backfield. Johnny Scott takes a snap, drops back to pass, and he is going to be sacked. My by number 11, Yes, Tristan and Daly, Daly and, and number 52, Will Calicoat. Yeah, receivers were open right there.
2: Uh, but the uh, defensive line for Fairland was just a little too much for the uh, Rockets.
1: Yeah, the offensive line just looked like it kind of collapsed in a hurry. Johnny Scott tried to find some running room to make something out of it, but nothing doing. So now we have Evan Canner back to punt for the Rockets.
2: They got close last time,
1: so um, need to make sure we catch this and get it off. And number 10, Bryson Hunt back to receive the punt for Fairland. Evan Canner's kick is away. That's a pretty good punt, all things considered. That ball's gonna bounce right about the 50 yard line. It's gonna be down by Kale Fopp at the Fairland 48. There's nice punt by Evan right there.
5: The
1: right? So at least get Fairland back on their side of the field. So right there, of course you
2: can get some positive out of that drive. You made a couple of nice plays. And uh, if we could just give or if we could have gave Johnny just a, another half a second right there, it could have been a bit Big completion downfield to Kelfod or one of those receivers running wide open. But I think they blissed everybody
1: on that one. They, they just kind of overwhelmed the line. It's the quarterback Peyton Jackson for Fairland in the shotgun. Jack Hayden offset running back to his right, hands off to Hayden. Hayden up the middle, tackled by number 51 for the Rockets after a gain of about four yards. So That's Hunter Brown. Making the stop for the Golden Rockets. And then once again, you had know, Isaac McQueen was there. I think Isaac flipped his heel as he went by him and slowed him down a little bit. So still hurry up offense. Peyton Jackson in the shotgun trips to his left. Jackson play fake. Straight slant over the middle. Caught by number five, C.J. Graham. So that's going to be a Fairland first down. And they have now moved the ball into rocket territory at about the 36-yard line. So that's, they're moving fast. That
2: slant throw is a hard throw to make. The quarterback made a nice fake. And then just immediately, his guy uh, right in stride and slant. That's a tough play. To so Peyton Jackson, nice hands, hands oh. off again
1: to number three, Gage Goheen. Initially had contact, but couldn't quite clean it up. Number three still running. Goheen forced the fumble, but it's out of bounds. Way to go, Gage Goheen. Did not give yeah. up on that play. He had initial contact in the backfield. He chased the running back at least 15 to 20 yards downfield to catch him, make a hit, force a fumble. Unfortunately, the ball just fumbled out of bounds great effort there, and I feel like a couple of the Rockets gave up a little bit on that one, and uh, I think if they'd come in healthy, it'd be a big loss. So first and ten on the Rockets, 16. Hand off to number 21. Number 21 straight ahead, nothing doing. Seth Lambert in on the tackle, so is number 51, Hunter Brown. Game one. So gain of one on that play. Number 21, Quentin, Quentin Cremeans in the backfield. Offset to Peyton Jackson's right. They're still in to hurry up. Trips left. Number 13, wide to the right. Peyton Jackson takes a shotgun snap. Drops. Looking way left, and he's got a man. Nobody home. He's going to be brought down at about the one-yard line. That's a touchdown. It is a touchdown. The the DBs got – they both
2: uh, jumped that inside route, left the outside guy wide open on on that play right there.
1: A nice, easy throw for the quarterback. So some miscommunication there on the outside. Looks like Kale fought, like Nate said, was trying to help in the middle. Couldn't quite get there to make the play. Uh, So Fairland now up twenty to nothing. So number ten, Bryce Hunt the hold, and the kick is good. So it's twenty-one nothing Fairland with a minute thirty-nine left in the first quarter. The Rockets need to mentally prepare themselves for up-tempo because this is, we knew that that's what we were going to see coming into this game tonight, and it just seems like right now they're caught on their heels just a little bit. Yes, uh, they look like they're out of gas right now, and you know,
2: you're getting overwhelmed right now by a really good team, you know, and, and as a coach, you got to tell me, listen guys, just, you know, every every situation after this, calm down guys, hey, let's learn from what we, what we just went through, learn from it, and then uh, get better every play, you know, and you just the, the biggest thing right now is, is the adversity. You don't be pointing fingers. Just take a deep breath and ask yourself, hey, what can I do? You know, as an individual, as a player, what can I do better the next play? Hi,
0: this right. is I, Kristen Mershon, the said, director of the Grinnell- Center. little mistakes like we just saw in
1: the past breakdown. You've seen that now. You're going to see it again. They're, they stayed in that pretty much that same formation the entire drive. Right.
2: Yeah, it was just a little bit of a miscommunication out there. You had both guys jump that inside route and then let that, that guy flood out in the flats wide open.
1: So the Rockets getting ready to receive the kick. Aiden Miller, kickoff specialist for Fairland. Back beat for the Rockets, Cale Fott. Off to his left, about 10 yards in front of him, is Seth Lambert. Off to his right is number 14, Josh Clarkson. So those are your return men for the Rockets. And the kick is away. Nice kick, straight down the middle of the field. Cale Fott catches it in the air about the four-yard line. Cale Fott. Looking to cut up the middle. has some room. He's got a little bit of space. Pirouettes brings the ball up to about the Wellston 35. So a nice patient return by Cale Fott. Yeah, good
2: job by the return team giving him the lane. And he almost broke out free. One more tackle and he'll be running
1: for a touchdown. Had a nice spin move to take it as far as he did. So the Rockets in their best field position so far this evening. To start a drive. So Johnny Scott comes back off the sideline. Getting his troops in the huddle.
2: Just keep punching like an old famous boxer. One of my famous boxers of all time, Rocky Balboa. That's just it. keep punching. Keep punching.
1: Seth Lambert off Johnny Scott's right. Cale fought in the slot to the right. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun stop. Hands off to Seth Lambert. He's got a little bit of room over the left-hand side. Giving him a gain of about two, maybe three. That's not nice so gain. Um, the Rocks did a good job just making enough uh, lane. Probably
2: what, three yards the carry on this. A good job by the Rockets uh, defense or offensive line on that. The
1: ball be placed about the Wellston thirty-eight yard line. You Josh Clarkson will check in for running at running back for the Rockets. Seth Lambert's gonna take a breather. You know, for our, our boys
2: right now is where numbers really make a difference. You got a team that's got probably forty to fifty players out here and they can rotate, keep fresh bodies. Our offensive line, defensive line has not taken a break yet.
1: Right. So kudos to them for out there and doing what we're doing still. So Mason Collins split left, trips to the right with Bennett check split out. Johnny Scott, the shotgun pass. Oh, fires a nice pass to Evan Canner. Evan Canner bobbles it, it's picked off by Cameron Kitts. And Cameron Kitts is gonna return it for a touchdown for Fairland. What a nice pass by Johnny Scott. Evan Canner had it in his hands and turned around up the field and bobbled it. And Cam Kitts came in and just took it away. Good job by the line, giving him time to throw. Good job by
2: Johnny, by being patient. Um, and then and then hit the guy wide open. Um and then somehow that's gonna happen. And that's where again, you know, these little mistakes, we have a long season, it's game two, first quarter, actually second quarter, game two. You know what? Don't get overwhelmed. Just pick each other up right here.
1: So Aiden Miller into attempt to PAT. Kick is away and it is good. That Nate, that looked like it would have been good for about thirty-five. This guy's got a pretty good leg. Don't look for him to miss any PAT. So 31.6 seconds left in the first quarter. 28 nothing. Fairland. We'll take just about a 30-second break. I'm Matt Peterson with Nathan Mollahan and Paul Peterson. If you're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3 FM and 1330 AM. We'll see you in about 30 seconds.
5: Hi, this is Kristen Mershon, the director of the Rye Green Jackson Center. If you are interested in taking college classes towards an associate degree, obtaining a certification in the in-demand jobs that are needed in our workforce, come and talk to me. The Jackson Center is 980 East Main Street, Jackson, Ohio, and my phone is 740-288-0284. I would love to help you through the entire process, financial aid and all. I can do it all. Thanks.
0: The Golden Rockets play here on Fox Sports 105.3 FM. If you can, I can see
2: them. There are just a couple of them right here. Some of the guys that don't get mentioned
4: mm-hmm. We're
2: back, Matt. All right, we're back here. Uh, we've got Fred getting a kick off to the Rockets
1: after the interception return for the touchdown. Kick is away. Kale Fott takes it about the four yard line. Same as last time. Goes up the middle, but cuts off to his right. He's got a little bit of space. Nice stiff on to get past number 12. Nice. He goes <laughs> up the field. Nice job by Kale Fott. So Kale Fott's getting better and better with every kick return. Takes that one up to about the Wellston 38 yard line. And he was, again, Nate, looks like one or two tackles away from really busting one open here. You said it perfectly. He's getting better and better, more
2: confidence. And when you start getting some confidence behind the talent that he has, you know, watch out. So now, hey, let's do what we did a minute ago. Just, I, I, if I'm an offensive uh, play caller right here, I, I, don't, I don't change anything. I call the same plays and just
1: say, hey, receivers, ball gets you, catch it. Right. Well, that's how you show your guys you believe in them. Yeah. It's just about execute. Right. So Johnny Scott and the shotgun. Seth Lambert the back, in the backfield with him. Kale Fott slot left. Evan Canner wide left. Seth Lambert motions off to Johnny Scott's left. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap. It's going to be a straight quarterback run. Nothing doing. He's wrapped up in the backfield. Initial contact by number 62. And then he's brought down by number 57, number 52, and number 21, Quentin Cremines, who we mentioned him at running back. He also plays linebacker for the Dragons. And if you haven't noticed, guys, uh, you're going to hear the name Cameron Kitts a lot from Fairland. Uh, he had a big game last week, and he's he's showing off tonight. Right there,
2: um, Fairland was not forward at all. They jumped
1: that place, and so the ball
2: snapped and uh, kind of overwhelmed the uh, left side of the Rockets line right there. Johnny had nowhere to
1: go. Right. So we'll take at the end of the first quarter here. It's 28 nothing. Fairland. Uh, we'll take just a minute to go over a few of our sponsors. Uh, this game brought to you by Ohio Valley Bank, Howard Hanna McNerland Network, 4 Winds Community, Gas and Stuff at Hamden, Buckeye Construction and Restoration, McDonald's and Wellston, R.M. Williams Funeral Services, Vinton County National Bank, Locker Insurance, and Iron City Implement. So we'll have some more sponsors uh, to give out to you here uh, throughout the evening. But those are the first few that we wanted to mention. So we'll take – I know we just came back live, but the time being what it was, no way to avoid it. We'll take just about a 60-second break. Uh, Again, I'm Matt Peterson with Nathan Mollahan, Paul Peterson. Uh, You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3. FM and 1330 a.m
6: calling all community champions Vinton County National Bank has a new account especially for first responders veterans active military and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education get rewards discounts and other benefits with community champions checking school secretaries hospital housekeeping dispatchers and nurses are a fraction of the people who deserve something extra for their dedication to others our community champions make the world better visit vcnbfamily.bank or your local branch to open today Member FDIC.
3: Let's go out and do something.
6: Something like what?
3: I don't know. Something fun. Something exciting. Something new. Something
5: delish.
6: I know. Let's go bowling at Leela Lane's and eat pizza at Amore's Pizzeria. Yeah. Bowling is something fun and exciting. Especially with something new at Leela Lane's. Especially with new renovations underway at Leela Lane's. Not to forget that Amore's Pizzeria is right inside of Leela Lane's. Let's go now. Leela Lane's in Amore's Pizzeria
2: something
1: great okay we're back live
6: so that first first and ten
2: or actually second and about 12 johnny scott completes a pass to Kell out in the flats Kell makes a couple nice moves makes two or three guys miss and uh, gets about a 10 yard gain. that was third down about what four or four, four four and a half we'll say nice job by johnny by getting a nice hard pass out there and then a good job by Kell making some uh, moves and making something happen
1: so Johnny Scott has his guys back in the huddle.
2: It's your third and a long four from their well, Third, what, 47-yard
1: line, 48-yard line? About the 44. 44. So, Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Hands off to Seth Lambert, number eight. Hey, Cuts nice. That's up to the, nice. the middle side. Good hard run by Seth Lambert. Didn't stop on initial contact. It's going to be close. going to be real close. Maybe, maybe about a half a yard short.
2: Hey, I... I'm a gun singer right here. What do you got to lose? Exactly. At least get exactly. that line and go on to yep. try
1: to draw them off sides. But you have nothing to lose right here. Let your guys know you're here to compete. Yeah. And that looks to be what the Rockets are going to do. Johnny Scott runs over to the sideline to get the play from head coach Chris Graham. Looks like uh, Fairland is wanting to make sure they're
2: prepared for this. They call a timeout.
1: And that's probably a good good timeout call. Yeah.
2: So, Matt, talk about the new band director. while we're on a little timeout right here. Real quick.
1: New band director, Katie King. I can't remember what year she graduated. My oldest daughter, Alyssa, graduated in 2022, I believe. Or 2021? 20, yeah, 22. Um, and I think she went to school with Katie for a little bit. So uh, Katie is a hometown girl. Could hold on just a second. Breaking news, has a first down. So. Oh, nice job for the Golden
2: Rockets. Yeah. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, no,
1: that's okay. That's, uh, that's a pretty important piece of information. That changes the complexion a little bit. Uh, but Katie King marched, I think, for Spirit of Atlanta, uh, was a part of the DCI drum corps circuit. Uh, so we'll actually be talking to her a little bit this coming week. I um, want to give her and her band a shout-out. They do a fantastic job. So we're back to football now. Johnny Scott and the shotgun. Seth Lambert off to his left. Johnny Scott hands off to Seth Lambert around the right-hand side. Lambert has a nice of blocks. Blocks. Oh, he almost broke it. Good. Good. Nice tackle by number 21, You know, Wenton uh, Kermin's. Because that, that play could have gone a long way. Our line's done a great job this drive, just kind of you know, giving our guys just a little bit of space. And
2: Seth is so short back there. He hides a little bit. makes it hard for the defensive line. He exactly. does a good job, man. I tell you what, when you think nothing's there, he mm-hmm. makes something out of it. Great job.
1: Yeah. We'll give Seth Lambert 5'8", maybe. Josh Clarkson, who just checked in, is 5'6". So we've got some pretty elusive smaller backs. So Clarkson offset to Johnny Scott's right. Cale fought in the slot right. Evan Cantor wide right. Hand off to Josh Clarkson off the left-hand side. Nice. 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 nice move by Josh Clarkson. So another another good pickup by the Golden Rockets. Going to bring up about third and one after a gain of, we'll say, five or six for Josh Clarkson. So, yeah, nice run. And, and the Rocket line right now is doing a great job. You know, they're giving the guys room really to run, and our backs are finding the holes. Good job. Yep. Way to get guys comfortable. The line looks like they're starting to settle in a little bit. This is more what we saw last week. Just a very methodical, slow, patient drive. And I think that's what you need at this stage in the game. You're not trying to score 28 quick. Just come back and get little wins here and there. Third and So count. Bennett check wide left, Evan Cantor wide right. Two slot receivers, Johnny Scott and a shotgun. Drops back to pass. Quick pass out to oh. number 23. Mason Collins <laughs> couldn't
2: quite get there. Nice play call. I love it. I love it. That's a good play call. Um, Mason just kind of was surprised when he turned around the balls there. That is a tough play to, uh, to make when you're running. and You turn back at the, to look for the ball. So yeah, good good job by Johnny Scott. Good
1: play call by the coaching staff. That would have been a nice play. Probably could have been. Would have been would have picked up a first down if it would have been completed. Yeah. Um, so you wonder why they pass on third and short? I get it. You're yeah. In 4 down territory, you're yeah. gonna use uh, use all your chances. I liked it. Hey, so I got a text from uh, both
2: Jessica Newkirk and Todd Cuffson that said that Katie was class 2017.
1: 17. Yep. Okay. So that's. I knew thank she, you for the help. It, she was a friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew she was in school with Alyssa just briefly. So Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Hands off to, I believe that's Josh Clarkson, off to the right-hand side. I'll tell and you what, he I, will pick up a first down. Our line is doing a great job opening up some holes right now because just the defensive line is tough. Yeah. <laughs> Something that we have not seen a lot of is design quarterback runs. Yeah. I think they tried it one time. Of course, you know, Johnny had a ton of carries last week. Uh, but not so much tonight. leaning more on a little bit more of the passing game and two running backs, Seth Lambert and Josh Clarkson. And I've said to you all week long, the we do have the athletes to match up, it's just the depth that's going to kill
2: us. And right now I think Coach admits smart by not running Johnny as much. Um, with the film that they have, I'm sure they're
1: going to kill on Johnny. Right, right, right now. so four wide receivers, Johnny Scott and a shotgun. Takes a snap, drops back, quick pass out to the left, intended for Cale Fott. Kai nice, Kale nice. Fott brings the pass down. Pretty well defended by Fairland, though. Nice tackle by uh, number seven, Christian Collins. Man,
2: that was a great pass again. It was the same exact play that went to Mason Collins last time. Goes to Kale Fott. Cale Fott got out the flash, and Johnny just delivered the ball beautifully across the field right over his shoulder. It wasn't a very long game, but it was a long pass and nice run. Right. Gain of three, so we'll say second and seven. That's nice. That's you know, what you want, positive yards.
1: The Rockets. So we got Josh Clarkson in the backfield. Mason Collins, the wing back to the right. Cale Fott in the slot. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap. Hands off to Clarkson. Sweep around the right-hand side. Clarkson can't quite get away. He had no blockers on that outside. So I almost wonder if that wasn't a miscommunication by the line uh, because they pretty much let the defenders come straight in. Uh, Clarkson for maybe a loss of about one on that play. Now one thing I like to what Josh did right there shows that his growth is when he, of course, was
2: going to the edge. and He looked out there and saw nothing but green. He cut it up. Right. He didn't try to string it out and get. He would have lost yards. You know, he just took what he had and just you know live, play another day right there. Good job by Josh.
1: So third and eight for the Golden Rockets. Seth Lambert checks back in at running back. Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Mason Collins the wing back to the left. Cale Fott in the slot to the left. Evan Caner wide left. Johnny Scott takes a snap, rolls off to his left. He's going to have to shake and bake to get out of this one, and he does not. Johnny Scott's going to be sacked by number 78, Ethan Stewart.
2: Johnny Scott, of course, rolls out to the left. And when you're rolling out like that, it, it makes it tough for the offensive line to block because you're out there blocking the space. It actually gives the defense an advantage because there's a bunch of gaps out there they can start running through. That's kind of what happened right there. As soon as Johnny scrambled to his left, the defense come downhill and uh, kind of you know clean it up right there. So,
1: you know, hey, a good drive right there. Not not too bad. That's gonna bring up fourth and thirteen. From the Fairland 45-yard 40, line, Evan Cantor back to punt now, back to receive the kick for Fairland, Bryson Hunt. That's Oh, Evan Cantor that. just about had that blocked. It, I think it might have gotten tipped, but that ball's going to roll and bounce off of a golden rocket at right about the 20-yard line. I'm not sure
2: why we touched that ball right there, let that ball bounce down inside the, the five-yard line right there. But, yeah, um, Evan did a good job getting that ball off because uh, the, the D was right in his face when he kicked that. Yeah, he he had some pressure immediately. Well, it was a high snap. So he went up and did a good job catching the snap first, step one, and then get it off. So good job. So, the Rockets will or Fairland will take over on their own 15-yard line with how many? What we got? 648 six, in the second quarter. They lead 28-0. But well, so, I'm impressed with that drive for the Rockets. Yeah. I saw
1: Peyton Jackson in the shotgun with Jack Hayden in the backfield. Hands off to Hayden. Hayden up around the left hand side. Clarkson blocked outside. Hayden's got a crease and he might go the distance he beats mike weber to the edge and that's all she wrote jack hayden 10-5 touchdown fairland and that play nate josh Parkson had a great angle and out of nowhere fairland brought a defender and took clarkson completely out of that, play. that blocker yeah
2: josh had a great job it Was in good position but this is a good design play because uh, here come a delayed blocker, and this kind of you know, took Josh out of play. Yeah, you
1: and you can kind of tell the way Josh reacted. I don't think he saw him. I don't think so either. Coming straight from his left side is a clean hit.
2: It's a nice play by Fairland, you know. And as a Rockets, he just keeps punching, keep swinging, you know. This is a long shot right now. We got a, you know, what's the score right now? Thirty-four to nothing. Six thirty-two left to go in the second quarter. So as a Rockets, you learn from this game. Every drive, you use it to, to practice on what you need to do in the future to get better. So,
1: Right. And this, you know, we still got a lot of football to play. we got Portsmouth West still, uh, a couple other tough teams. This might be the toughest matchup they face, especially uh, when it comes to attacking the outside edge.
2: Right. And when we talked about, you know, last night in our little pregame show, um, I think Rockets have the toughest scrimmage or toughest um, schedule in the TBC opening up. You know, you got Fairland, you got Portsmouth West, and you got Minford. That's a tough schedule to start out, especially with – you know, the lack of depth that we have, yeah. and so that kind of you know, how you got to stay healthy. But our, our number one thing is now learn from every de- uh, possession and stay healthy. Yeah.
1: Now we did have a player down for Fairland on that um, run for touchdown by uh, number three Jack Hayden. Uh, the injured player was Dylan Stone, sixty-five. Looks like he's okay. Got a little bit of a limp walking off, but anytime uh, anytime player comes off the field in one piece, that's that's a win for everybody so glad uh, glad he 's all right, Mr. Dylan Stone for Farland, so the Golden Rockets got a lot of work to do uh, they're going to line up here. Oh, the, kick the, the kick is good against I'll uh, make it thirty five nothing. Farland over Wilson with six thirty two left in the first quarter. So Wilson has to kind of go back to the drawing board. I like, uh, like you said, Nate. I like what they did on that last drive. I think it's just more the same. Yeah. At this point, it's what, what can we iron out? What can we work on? Right. Um, exactly. Take, take little wins as you can get them. Uh, see if you can somehow climb back into this ball game. Uh, you have to play for you know four quarters. We still got two to go. Right. So it's not not time to let off the gas by any stretch of the imagination. But
2: I'll I tell you what, our, our offense looked totally different that last drive. I'm hoping we go out. Don't get your like. We just talked about keep your heads up and just learn from every possession, you know, and, and get better every time. And you can see the confidence in our offense that time. The offensive line did a lot better job that last possession. And then Johnny did a great job putting the ball on money. The receivers did a great job catching the ball.
1: Right. So on defense, I think the story for Wilson is we get uh, most of the time when they run when they run a football, we get initial push Yeah, up front. Now that play there was a different story. They had a couple of key blocks inside and then – uh, like I said, when Josh Clarkson came to clean it up, um, he kind of got ear hold a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, they're having some success on the inside. But that outside, uh, you know, the quick pass game is is a problem for the Rockets right now. Yeah, their outside
2: speed is everywhere. They they can get the ball when they get to the edge. They're quick, and when they get going north and south, it's hard to catch up with them.
1: So Miller kicks to Kale. Fought. That's off to the right hand side. That they're gonna let that go out of bounds. Out of bounds. So. Ball careens out of bounds right at about the one yard line, is where the referee dropped the flag.
2: So, as a coach,
1: Graham, I'm sure he's just going to take the ball at the 35 yard line. Absolutely, no reason to re-kick that right there. That looks to be the case. As both teams are going into a personnel change, so Wilson will bring the offense back onto the field. And they're taking their time, folks. So I was checking to see if there might have been a timeout called, but I didn't, didn't see that. So Wilson will get the ball at their own 35 after the kick out of bounds by Aiden Miller. Um, way to go for Kale Fott to not chase that thing down. That's a smart play there too, and that's another
2: victory you've got to chalk up. And that's As a coach and staff and as a team in a situation we're in right now, You've got to take those little victories. and That's what you you, know, you set your goal say, this is what we want to accomplish now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Obviously, want to come back and win this game. That's going to be a long, a big, a big hill to climb. Absolutely. So you, now you just try to win every possession the rest of the game.
1: That's it. So the Rockets come out on offense. Evan Canner wide left. Cale Fott in a slot to the left. Johnny Scott in a shotgun with Seth Lambert. Takes a shotgun and a snap. Hands off to Lambert around the right-hand side. Lambert trying to get the edge. Can't get there. Yeah, the ball comes loose, but that ball is down. The referee marks it down. And I think Fairland has seen what we've seen last
2: week, Matt, um, when we were saying, hey, you know, when that back lines up to whatever side that back lines up on, am um, let's say he lines up on Johnny's left, he's running to the right. If he lines up on the right, he runs to the left. And I think Fairland's picking up on that right now. The last two run plays, they're really jumping that quick.
1: Right. And, of course, you know, Seth Lambert um, is more of a downhill, hard-nosed runner and trying to split him out you know, stretch him to the left, I'm sure – you know, the, the idea there is not to try to get too predictable. All right. They, they sniffed that out right off the rip. Yeah. So let's see what we do here. Second Good. and about, what, 13? Yeah, we'll say second and 13. Josh Clarkson in for Seth Lambert in the backfield. Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Hands off to Clarkson. Clarkson immediately hit. Nobody blocked. That looks like number 11 for Fairland. Tristan Daly in untouched and hits Josh Clarkson about three yards deep in the backfield.
2: Yeah, great play by number 11 on that play. He just kind of. He's a defensive end on that right side, and you just kind of took control of everybody. Nobody could stop him. He's a, he's a nice looking athlete too. Look at look at his size
0: out there. Number
1: number eleven got him at 210 pounds, six feet tall. Yeah, and he can move. So here we are at four, third and fifteen. Right, that was a good defensive play. The team runs a three-four base, very similar to Rockets with three-man front. So Johnny Scott and the shotgun, Josh Parkson still in the backfield. Can't see the receivers, Evan Cantor wide left, Scott back to pass, drops back, he's going to have to spin out of a tackle, he breaks the tackle, he's just going to run now, and smartly runs it out of bounds, not trying to do too much for a short gain, that's going to bring up fourth and long for the Rockets, we'll call it about fourth and 11. So Johnny Scott could not quite get the right hand edge, very well defended by the edge players, outside linebacker, defensive in for Fairland.
2: When that third down play, I was kind of wanting to see another... We had some success in the flats, you know, on the white side of the field last drive. But we didn't, we didn't try that again. So I was kind of want to see that again, um, on third and long. Um,
1: but here we are, fourth and fifteen. Evan so Cantor no gain, in. no gain for Johnny Scott. So Evan Cantor back to punt. Number ten, Bryson Hunt back to receive for Fairland. 4.45 left in the second quarter, 35-0 Dragons. Evan counters punt, and he kind of shanked that off to the right a little bit. Not going to get a lot of distance. That's going to go out of bounds at the Wellston 46-yard line.
2: That's going to snap hit him right in the hands. Um, you did have Farrell right here in his face, didn't pressure on
1: him, so it would make a little tough punt from the position he was in. Farrell, once again, is going to get the ball back in great field position inside Wellston territory. Referee's going to mark the ball at the 46-yard line. So Peyton Jackson and company for Farrell and taking the field. Quentin Crimmins, the running back offset to his right. Trips right from the receivers. Number seven, Christian Collins, wide right. And the referee blows the whistle ready for play. Peyton Jackson takes a shotgun snap. It's low. He's going to roll off to his right. Quick pass. Nobody home to cover on the outside. Number seven catches it on a knee for a gain of about five. Receiver on that play, number seven, Christian Collins. And this is another athlete. Nathan, I, I can't describe to the folks uh, listening on the radio, man. 6'3", 175. He can run. Man, he can throw the ball. Right there, he rolled
2: just a little bit to his right. It froze Bennett, yard check. If Bennett would have dropped back in the zone, that receiver would have been wide open. But he said when you got an, a guy back there that's good, an athlete, you got to respect him. Yeah.
1: So they, they saw something there, tried to isolate. Um, I can't see the defender. I think it's Cantor. Was that Cantor? Yes, Evan Canner. No, uh, at, I'm sorry, It's number eight, Seth, Seth Lambert. Yep. Will Davis, the intended receiver there on Peyton Jackson's. It was a quick, deep pass. I mean, he, he took a one-step drop, and that thing was out of his hands. Uh, he overthrew him just a little bit, so Peyton Jackson in the shotgun trips to the left. Peyton Jackson rolls off to his left. Hardly any pressure at all. He's got all day. He might just keep it. He's going to. Stiff arms player. He's up the middle of the field. Can anybody catch him? Benny Goddard in the check finally runs him down. Bennett's going to stop him at about the 16 of Wellston.
2: Hey, our linebackers did a good, good job right there, dropping back in coverage and rolling with the quarterback. Isaac McGuins did a perfect textbook uh, play right there, rolled with him, kept him contained to the outside, forced him back inside, but Seth Lambert lost contained to the inside. he got a big play.
1: So here we go. Peyton Jackson with Quentin Cremines. takes a handoff to Cremines. Bubble screen to the right. Receiver takes it up the middle of the field. Nobody's going to catch him. He broke about three tackles. He's into the end zone. That's number three, Jack Hayden. So Jack Hayden now has a rushing and a receiving touchdown. And it's 41-0 with 320 left in the first quarter. Rockets got a big, big hole if you climb out of it at this point. These guys are big and fast. That's, that's for sure. Yep. This is, a, this is a team full of athletes, and they are putting it on display tonight. So Aiden Miller, kickoff specialist, into attempt the PAT. His kick is up and it's
2: good when you got a team like this is this athletic and this physical up front and with the numbers that they have versus we have they're going up tempo we got guy foot in both ways our guys are just gassed right now
1: extremely extremely difficult like if you're, if you're playing corner or outside linebacker gets this offense
2: like that touchdown that the big run by the quarterback um like i said isaac mcquilliams did a perfect job um getting to the outside dropping in the, in the flats for pass coverage and then uh, was there to, to keep the quarterback from going outside. When the quarterback cut back inside, he had Seth Lambert, the inside guy, there. Should have tackled him, but I think he was just gas. Right, he lost containment on him. Yep. And I mean, it's just tough to ask these guys to go out here and do what they're
1: doing against a team like this. Yep. So, so Bennett Yoder in a check usually has Justin Jackson checking in for him at tight end. Justin Jackson's injured, yeah. so Bennett's having to play pretty much tight end to all offense and outside linebacker on defense. Uh, Josh Clarkson and Seth Lambert. Of course, Josh Clarkson, outside linebacker, Seth Lambert, the inside linebacker. They're also splitting time at running back on offense. So, um, as, as Nate's mentioned this several times all night, we thought depth might be an issue, and I think that's that's kind of rearing its ugly head at this this point in the ballgame.
2: And as a coach, if I'm a fearless coach, I would do the same thing. You know, you got the numbers advantage. Hey, let's get them on their heels early and just, just press them. Let's just wear them out quick.
1: Absolutely. And that's what they've done. And then this is the first-year head coach in Mike Jackson. He was on the staff here uh, for several years and just took over for a retired coach. Um, so that's actually a quarterback's father. Um, he, he's got a good thing going, man. Uh, yeah. they're, they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that coach was on staff for many years here. So, yeah, they've got, definitely got a good program. So Cale Fott takes the kickoff at about the eight-yard line. He's got a little bit of space, cuts off to his left, bounces back out to the right. He's completely switches field. Oh, breaks down Kale, breaks the tackle. Let's go, Kale. Nice, he sets back up inside. He's working out three. He's so shifty. <laughs> Kale Fott running out of the fifty yard line. They're still trying to bring him down. Hey, baby. And he finally is brought down at the Fairland forty five yard line. What a spectacular kickoff by number fifteen, Kale Fott. Hey, that's a great that's a great kickoff. I mean,
2: well, first of all, they thought he was down in the pile. And he's kind of like a Barry Sanders, except he's two foot taller than Barry Sanders. Bounces back up to the outside and breaks about three or four more tackles. Gets back to the middle field, breaks the tackle, and then they finally bring him down. Great run by Kale.
1: Yep. If you're, if you're playing PlayStation, we saw a lot of R1, R2, <laughs> that circle button right there. Had a couple spin moves and a couple nice jukes. And we said it all night. Kale's getting every, see, every kickoff, he looks better.
2: Yeah, he's getting more confident. And uh, that, that's, I like to see that. We're not quitting. You know, we keep fighting. And that's what we want to talk. We talked about all year so far is like how we want to do when we get down. Yep. You know
1: these guys. Their are linguism They're tired, but their bi is still positive. So Evan Cantor wide left. Levi Bellard right wide right. Johnny Scott in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. Hand off to Seth Lambert up the middle. Seth Lambert. Ooh, big hit. He, he looked like he had some space. The number fifty-two. Will Kailcoat, the linebacker, comes in and puts a big hit on Seth Lambert. Bring up second and ten. No gain on that play for Seth. So he'll check out. Josh Clarkson will come in for running back. Seth might need a breather after that hit, man. That hit him right in a rib cage.
2: I tell you what, right now, I don't know if I hand the ball off. You know, I'm, I'm just going to try to work on my pass game right here. Quick passes. Just right. Deep, just quick passes on the flats. We know we can get Cal out there. We, we
1: got some athletes who can catch the ball. Let's work on that. Yeah. I'd like to see him target Evan Kanner again. He's the guy that had the ball in his hands, Yeah, and Cam Kitts came and take it away. I'd like to come back to him and say, hey, we still believe in you. That's we'll right. give you some targets. So Clarkson offset to Johnny Scott's right. Johnny Scott in the gun. Drops back pass. Quick pass out to the left. And there he is, Evan Kanner, right on cue you for a gain of about 11 yards. Yeah. Hey, that was a great pass by Johnny. Nice, there. nice ball. Right on the dime. Ball came out yeah. quick. He had a high release, stayed poised in the pocket. Evan Cantor, way to catch that, bring it into your ribs, then turn up field. Great play. First and 10. Good job, Rockets. So hats off to offensive coordinator Joe Briggs, head coach Chris Graham on that play call. We like that one a lot. First and 10 from Fairland's, what, 34-yard line right now. So good job by the Rockets creeping into the red zone here. Not too bad. Johnny Scott. In the shotgun with Clarkson offset to his right. Kale fought in the slot to the right. Evan Cantor wide right. Scott takes a snap. Straight quarterback run. Scott breaks through the middle, cuts up to the right-hand side. The ball's out, and it's picked up by number 10, Bryce Hunt. And the referees are going to say it was down. I know. Guys, it's it, it,
2: not be <laughs> questioning that.
1: We're yeah. throwing the challenge flag because that ball was up in the air. Yeah, look to us like Johnny Scott was still standing straight up when that ball came out. And the refere- referees are talking about it right now. And they're going to stick with their call on the field if the ball was down. And right now, as a coach,
2: you want to talk to Johnny hey, listen, you get hit, just go down right here. Don't fight for more yards. Don't get hurt. You know, because he, I, I love the courage of him to still fight, but be smart right there. Mm-hmm. And he's coming out of the game right here. Is that, so Johnny's going to the sideline. So they, they actually, it was a. They reversed the call. So it was a fumble. So Fairland will take over on the 45-yard line.
1: Well, after the conference, they, they ruled a fumble, which we believe is the correct call. But, man, if you're Fairland, you're fired up because Bryce Hunt picked that ball up, and there was nobody. Yeah. There was nobody between him and the end zone. And Johnny's on the sideline There, I'm sure they're just giving him a break. Um, he doesn't look like he's limping or anything. So Johnny usually plays free safety. So he's going to take a break. Mason Collins back there at safety right now. I can't see the player that's in a corner on this side. Is that Evan Cantor? Peyton Jackson in the shotgun? Deep ball, intended for number thirteen, thrown just a little bit to his inside. The ball's incomplete. That's number two, Roger Woods, coming to the ball game. Um, he's a sophomore out there, and I tell you what,
2: he had his, uh, his hands full of number thirteen. He did a good job staying position. She was a ball snapped, he backpedaled, opened his hips up with the receiver passing, and the quarterback threw the ball uh, just a little bit short. And uh, Mr. Roger Woods made a good play by not letting the guy get back to the ball.
1: So here we go, Peyton Jackson with four wide. Hands off up the middle. Nice. Pretty well defended by the Golden Rockets, gain of maybe two. I'd say one and about a half. Isaac Williams is going to stop right there. So that's a name on defense that you're going to hear a lot, guys. He's playing very well from that inside linebacker position. So um, him and Seth Lambert are the two middle guys. And if, if Farrell runs, they haven't come to the outside much. Um, Bennett in a check and Josh Clarkson on the outside, have spent their, their time in pass coverage. And for Clarkson, that's a bit of a mismatch of five six. He's trying to cover a guy that's six foot plus. Peyton Jackson rolls out to his right. Deep ball intended in the middle of the field for number ten. Nobody even close to him. Tries to break a tackle. Can't quite get loose from Mason Collins. That ball's gonna be spotted at the Wellston thirty I'm sorry, twenty eight yard line. Must miss confusion right there because he was wide open
4: yeah.
2: within fifteen
1: yards out of him in the middle of the field. So but i think the safeties were looking to help on the outside routes so, yeah and they hit that seam and there was nobody there they're looking to attack the young
2: sophomore woods over here he's looking at him the whole time that last that last play and i think at the safeties. and
1: he's playing a 12 yard cushion peyton jackson rolls out to his right he might just keep it he's going, up, to. he's going to cut the edge nice blocking by the wide receiver number 13 so he'll pick up a first down easy right there bennett has got to come and attack that outside shoulder uh, Bennett lost containment, he allowed that
2: receiver to block him inside. You can't do that. You've got to fight through that block to his outside shoulder. If he does, that stops
1: it for a short game. Yeah, and, and really, that's a good matchup out there. That's number 13, Keegan Smith for Fairland. 6'2", yeah. 180 pounds, almost the same size as Bennett. He yeah. might outweigh Bennett by a little bit, but yeah, Bennett's just got to get a little more physical out there. you got to fight through that block and get up, don't sit back and wait on him. And
2: I think that's what Bennett was trying to do. Once the quarterback made the decision to run, Bennett hesitated just a little bit, and that receiver did a great job selling him off. So our guys are still fighting, you know. They're still swinging. They've got a big a big hill to climb, but they're still fighting. And uh,
1: so right now it's 13.3 seconds left in the second quarter, 42 nothing Fairland. Uh, Wellston called a timeout. So while we're at a timeout, we'll mention a few more of our sponsors here. Uh, this game brought to you by Rent to Own in Jackson. Dave Strickland, State Farm Insurance Agency. Dave's Custom Butchering. La'Ella Ains, Lanes of Wellston, Atomic Credit Union. Jackson County Banking Center, Jenkins Care Community, Dakota's Roadhouse, Rio Grande, Jackson, and MacArthur Centers, and Heiser Miller, Wagon, and Clagg Attorneys. So 13.3 seconds left to go. They have first and 10
2: on the 11-yard line of the Rockets. So I'm going to guess we're going to throw this ball for the end zone a couple times here if, if they don't
1: get the first time. So Peyton Jackson trips to his left. Quentin Crameen's offset to his right. Jackson drops back. He's got a wide open lane in the middle. He's just going to keep it. Breaks a tackle, cuts up the middle, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. So the middle linebackers for Wellston got split up. Yep. And that's what happens. He had a, almost a clear lane, untouched the end zone.
2: Yeah, that's a tough play for Rockets right there because you got guys split all over the field. It really spreads their defense out. And then with us being as, you know, of course, just the energy level that we have out there and just trying to play both ways, that really pisses it tough when the defensive uh, linebackers come up and make a tackle on that quarterback.
1: So another PAT attempt for Aiden Miller. Bryce Hunt to hold. Miller's kick is up and good. So he is perfect. Kicking And some of these, I think I mentioned earlier, would be good from about 30, 35, 40 yards. So all facets of the game right now, Fairland is in the driver's seat. 49 nothing. 5.1 seconds left in the first half. So we're looking to see Wilson go in and try to regroup a little bit, I think. Just, just get your minds right and come back out for a second, second half of football uh, where uh, we alluded to it earlier, this is where you just work on things. Right, just work on things and, and
2: uh, work on force composure right here. That's <laughs> a big thing. But I, like we said, you know, and, and I'm not making excuses, but numbers really hits. This makes a big factor um, when you've got guys uh, when on Fairland sidelines that are definitely um, play, not playing both ways, not playing every down like us. It makes a big difference, especially when that big play that's happening right there. You spread the field out and uh, the quarterback takes off running, and it really makes it hard
1: to you know, make a play on him. Yeah, and it's important for your, your team leaders to come out and try to focus on the positive things, because there have been some positive things. There really have. Um, you know, we've seen some good drives, and the Rockets try to put some things together, so it's not all bad. Um, all right. At times like this, you just have to focus on those positive things and see how you can improve that in the second half. So Aiden Miller's out to kickoff here. Uh, again, five seconds left, so this kickoff will probably be the last play of the half. So Aiden Miller's kick... And he's still going to kick it deep. So Kale Fott, back to receive this, he'll take it on a bounce, pick it up just short of the goal line, about the two-yard line. So Kale Fott's going to cut uh, from the left up the middle. He's got a seam, finally brought down at about the 32 by number 11, Tristan Daly. Good job by Kale again. Hey, number 18,
2: um, a Sykes, number 18, no, it's Levi, Levi Beller. Beller, he did a great job. He pancaked the guy on that right there. So good job by the little kickoff return guy right there.
1: So that's going to be it for the first half. Uh, again, your score 49 nothing to Fairland over Wellston. Um, we've, we've said about all we can say until we see the second half, guys. I think we're, uh, we know where the Rockets are at. Fairland's in the driver's seat. We'll see if Fairland kind of subs some players in. Uh, that's usually what you see in the second half of games like this. Uh, but Wellston just needs to sharpen up, get their minds right, and come back and play hard football. So we're going to take about a 10-minute break. I'm Matt Peterson. With me, Nathan Mollahan, my brother, helping out on stats. We'll get you some stats um, after the half here. Paul Peterson, he's helping out. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3 FM and 1330 AM. We'll see you in about 10 minutes.
5: From the Ohio News Network. This is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossig.
6: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. The Columbus Dispatch recently listed what they thought were the top high school football programs across the state. Not surprising that the MAC conference in Western Ohio was well represented. One of the all-time greats to play in that conference was our own Jim Lachey. We'll talk about that with Jim next on the Ohio News Network.
3: I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters.
6: Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Beck's, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Beck's. When it comes to farming, we believe in something more.
5: Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. Come and get it!
6: The Happenings Bistro is located at 1130 Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston and prides itself on providing a wide variety of home-cooked dishes. They're open Monday through Saturday 11 to 8.30 and Sunday 11 to 7 for both dine-in and takeout. Stop by or call 740-855-4445 to find out what the daily special is today. That's 740-855-4445. The Happenings Bistro, providing comfort food with local flair.
5: This is Tonight in High School Football. This is Tonight in High School Football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mosick.
6: We are presented by Bex Hybrids. At Bex. they are and will remain Farmers at Hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by former OSU All-American and NFL All-Pro Jim Lachey, the pride of St. Henry High School over in Mercer County. And, you know, Jim, the Columbus Dispatch had a recent poll listing the top high school football programs here in the state. It is not surprising that the MAC was well-represented with three teams in the top 20. You know, considering the size of those schools, I mean, Marion Local, Coldwater, and Versailles, how impressive is it for them to be listed alongside the big Division I Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Columbus area
5: schools?
4: Well, the proof's in the pudding, Skip. These guys have gone out there year in, year out, and won championships. I mean, Marion Local, 13 state championships, uh, you know most of those under the guidance of head coach Tim Goodwin, who's done a fabulous job. I think that's the most in the state right now. Then you throw in what Coldwater Cavaliers have been able to do, seven in football, Chip Otten as their head football coach, a lot of those coming in the last couple years. Uh, You know, Minster, they've done a lot in a lot of the girls' sports and all those type of things, but when it comes to football, those two schools, St. Henry, you can throw them in there. They've had six state championships in football. Brazils has been very successful, too, uh, among different divisions. So, you know, you, you really didn't know it. If you lost one or two or three games, you thought your season was over. And then depending on what division, and you might have a chance to win a state championship at the end of the year with this playoff format. So it's been very beneficial for the MAC football conference. Uh, they've done a great job of uh, – kind of getting battle tested through the season and then once they get into playoffs uh you know they kind of have the ability to turn it on but impressed last year too new bremen who for a couple of years thought about getting out of the mac conference now they've got two state championships in football too uh just recently in division seven so the whole conference from top to bottom is tough it's been pretty impressive what they've accomplished the last 50 years So no surprised that It's listed as one of the top conferences in the state. You
6: know, and Jim, and while the size of those schools over there in western Ohio may be small, the attendance at those games on a Friday night is unbelievable. Why is high school football so important to those communities?
4: You know, it's just, well, number one, they they really don't have many programs for soccer, you know. So that's for the boys, uh, you know, that's a lot of, you know, what they've grown up watching uh, on Friday nights was their uncles playing, the fathers playing. Uh, the brothers older brothers playing and now it's their opportunity so that's kind of just what everybody did you know people kind of look forward to getting together and it just became you know one of those things that's just been again important every year Uh, my parents uh, currently live in St. Henry they're about two blocks from the high school and about a half a mile from the state from the uh uh uh, the facility where they the football field the Wally Post Athletic Complex where they have their football field and, and you know he At 91 years old, still walks over and goes Mm -hmm. to most games. Been a season ticket older since 19, I think, 54. So you know, just there's a lot of tradition, a lot of history, and that's what people do on a Friday night.
6: Jim, you brought up soccer. After seeing a drop in participation in football a bit over the past decade or so, things seem to have leveled off. As someone who's played the game at the highest level, you know, and then going on to watching your sons play in both high school and college, what message can you give to parents out there who may still be a little wary about their kids playing high school football?
4: You know, it's it's each its own. You know, I understand people have concerns. you know, there are concerns. It is a violent game. You mean, football, you got 11 guys lined up against another 11 guys, and, you know, basically your job is to, to, to put the other guy down on the ground if possible. So, it, it, by description, it's going to be violent. But in the same case, my daughter played uh, soccer, and from too much heading, she ended up having concussions from that. So, you know, it just depends on what you're doing, what activity there is. You know, I know as an offensive lineman, for me, I could see, you know, most of the – I was attacking people and they were avoiding me. So, you know, I got to get my hits in where as a running back and a linebacker, some of those shots that you take, you know, you can't see coming. So it just depends on what position you're playing and things like that as far as the danger level. But it's as safe now as it ever is is because they've eliminated a lot of the two-a-days of things that, you know, kind of led the guys get worn down to have injuries and have concussion type things. So they've really done a fantastic job on the medical side of really monitoring those things right now, Uh, you know, not only through youth football, but through high school, through college, and into the NFL.
6: Jim Lachey, you know we always appreciate your time. We look forward to hearing you back on the radio with Paul Keels calling Buckeye football beginning next week, okay?
4: Looking forward to it, Skip, and looking forward to another great second half.
5: And we'll be right back on the Ohio News Network. Vex recognizes this week's player with heart, Austin Bodecker, from Miami Trace High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community.
0: I like hitting people. Uh, the the contact's pretty fun.
5: Austin
6: said he was a late bloomer, didn't start football until fifth grade, but he took to it quickly.
0: Uh, when you get out on the field Friday nights, just the, the level of competition and the uh, adrenaline and just, I mean, just soaking in the moment, I mean, moment's really the best part about it.
6: When he's not on the field, he's participating in Future Farmers of America.
0: Pretty involved in FFA. I got a couple ag classes for FFA. I mean, it's, it, FFA is great. It's fun.
2: Like many kids who hail from the heartland, his life revolves around agriculture.
0: Ag just means everything. You, you look around today, you can tie anything back to ag. Somehow or some way, some, some way it's related to agriculture. It came from ag.
5: At Beck's, we are and will remain farmers at heart.
3: Celebrating nearly 100 years as a local law firm, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon and Clagg is a full-service regional law firm serving Southeast Ohio and West Virginia. With four attorneys, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon and Clagg has vast experience in personal injury, business law, bankruptcy, family law, divorces and custody disputes, real estate, probate and estate planning, and more. Call them today at 740-384-2111 or visit them online at www.ohlaw.com. Wrong. Renovate that old kitchen? Put a nice redwood deck out back? Add an extra room?
5: Maybe even add to the family room with that pool table or 4K Ultra HD TV you've been wanting. Improving your home can enhance its value and improve the quality of your life. See us about a home improvement loan. We're an equal housing lender. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC. O-N-N.
6: Our thanks once again to Jim Lachey for joining us this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip
5: Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids from the Ohio
0: News Network. Your home of Wellston Golden Rocket football is Fox Sports 105.3 FM. <laughs>
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are back with Matt Peterson, Nathan Mullihan, and Paul Peterson. Uh, we're your crew for tonight's Golden Rocket football game. It has not gone as we would have preferred. Uh, the halftime score is 49 nothing Fairland, and it has been all Fairland offense, defense, and special teams. They've had a kickoff return for a touchdown. They had a an interception return for a touchdown, and they've had several offensive plays, runs, passes, you name it. It's all happening for Fairland's offense right now.
2: Yeah, everything's working for them, and like you know, we've talked about, and you're probably here over and over, but just the depth is hurting us right now. Um, you know, Fairland still looks really fresh. Our guys are out there going both ways, given everything they have, but still maintaining positive body language. Uh, the Wilson band just left the field. They're out there playing the traditional um, halftime uh, halftime stuff. I wish I knew the names of the songs they're they're playing, but I can't hear them very well. But uh, Katie King does a great job. Um, you know, of course. Like we talked about LaBugio. She's a 2017 graduate. And uh, I tell you what, the band boosters, um, I think they're some of the most dedicated parents out there. I've watched them over the years. A lot of times they are the young, son heroes of that band program. It has been very successful for many years, and I'm pretty sure Katie, I know she'll take – she played in – she was alumni of the band, so she's going to take a lot of pride to come back and be the band director. So I want to say a shout-out to her and congratulations to her getting the job that she wants. And then a big shout-out to all the band boosters that are – Behind the scenes, making things happen.
1: Yeah, you Wilson's know, done a pretty good job of keeping band directors for a long period of time. Josh Willett was here for several years. Yeah, um, and then you know he made his exit, and we had Emily Emily Talley for two years. Um, she just recently left. Now we have Katie. So, uh, you no know, nice job by the school board as well. Hiring a hometown hometown girl to come back, and uh, hopefully she'll stick around for many many years and continue to build a successful program. Golden Golden Rocket Marching Band has had uh, several several successes in competitions. Uh, state qualifiers several consecutive years. Uh, so great program. Wish them nothing but the best. And uh, to your point about boosters, if you're ever um, on the away side of the Wellston C.H. Jones field, stop in at the uh, band boosters concession stand on the south end of the end zone. Always has good food, um, good service. Again, those parents are a great group of people. Uh, so hats off to the marching band. So the uh, the field commanders, well, I know nothing about band. So
2: the field commanders, I like to give a big shout out to them, which is Emma McGowan Sr. and then Sarah Shea. So, Matt, kind of explain a little bit about how big of a role that is for those young young ladies.
1: Well, field commanders, some bands call them drum majors. Uh, Drum Corps, I think, calls them drum majors. Those are your directors on the field. So if you're watching a marching band performance, uh, the podium that's out front, your field commander is who stands on that kind of directs the band in place of the band director um, big role throughout practices. They help organize things. It, it really is a director's role, um, big leadership responsibility. So um, Alyssa, my oldest daughter, I was a field commander for one year, Hadley Fain. I was a field commander for two years. So those are a couple names that you might recognize from you know, recent years past. Um, and it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of commitment. They're expected to be there earlier and leave later than everybody else. Uh, you're trying to manage all the section leaders. So every, every section in the band, whether it's your, your drum line, your, your trumpets, your, uh, woodwinds, you know, all these sections have their own little leaders, so it's it kind of runs like a business, like right. a company, um, so it's a it's good experience for these kids to step into these leadership roles and kind of get a feel for how how the real world works, so it's just like sports, you know, we talk about sports a lot, how it teaches you life lessons, band is no different, cheerleading is no different, all these programs have have great aspects that you can translate on later in life, so um, that's kind of the gist of, anyway, the field uh, command like role. Like you said, know, our band directors have been very,
2: you know, more consistent in, uh, over the years, and We've had a lot of success in our, our band. It's been has been very successful. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of pride in those band members, and you know, over the years, I know, um, being a football player, through, kind of, I never really respected how much work the band put in because you don't see all the, the uh, pretty much their two days that they do in the summer. Right. Um, can I explain a little bit about you know yours, what you see from a band member, and what you experience you know, with your daughter's with your daughter going through band.
1: Well, in the summer, they have, it's similar to a football program. They show up about the same time and they do, everybody has heard the term band camp. And it's kind of the same thing. It's a two a day schedule. Uh, you know, they'll come out in the mornings and every director does it different. Uh, but sometimes you just have mainly marching techniques in the morning and then your music stuff in the afternoon. Uh, so it's all a little bit different. Sometimes they'll split up into sectional practices. Um, so it's, it's very organized, um, a lot of work goes into it. Um, it's not easy. Um, I can tell you from experience, from a guy that did it. It is not easy to put those formations together on the field, um, especially in you know, drumline. Guys, you know, the drums are heavy. They get on in, in band camp. You're carrying them for hours upon hours on end. It's hot, uh, so it's it's physically demanding. Uh, but they, again, hats off to them, Anthony. They do a great job. And, and the numbers numbers look great. I, I'm looking down on the sideline. I'm not sure exactly how many kids are in the band now, uh, but if I had to put an eyeball number on it, I'd say at least you know 45, 50, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. So. Um, again, that success breeds that, and, and I tell you what, when you go to a scrimmage and there's no band there, it's different. It's a different feel. Yep. So they
2: just add to the atmosphere, like college football on a Saturday. Tomorrow's first big day for college football. You know, those bands just just set the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, A lot of times they get overlooked unless you're a band parent. Yep. But they they are just you know this part of the atmosphere. Go so, Bodge, Pete, give us some stats.
3: Uh, Fairland has looked very well. They've looked very good tonight. Um, they've been tight on pretty much every play they've run. Uh, success with passing, success with running. Wilson's had a little trouble putting the game together, but we got a whole other half ahead of us. Things could change drastically. Hopefully they're getting some hype going in the locker room, and they'll be able to come out and make, some, make a serious dent in this and bring some points back and get some points on the board. And uh, honestly, the stat that I'm most impressed with is last week against Oak Hill, Wellston ended up with roughly 80 yards total in penalties in the game, and we haven't seen a single flag tonight. That's yeah, a good point. They yeah, have a good point, yeah. really kept themselves tight. They've kept everything together, watched what they're doing, and uh-huh. really, I mean, even though they don't have any points on the board, they've really played solid football yeah. so far.
2: They really have. I mean, I agree. I mean, like I said, they've got a tall, a big hill to climb, like yeah. I've said 50 times. But, you know, and I would challenge everybody to you know, take a step back. You know, when you look at the score right now, we're getting it handed to us. So I would challenge everybody who's listening out there to, and to come out and watch these guys next week, this the show because you know everything goes off momentum. If we if we would have we, we beat Oak Hill, you know if we come out here and we win tonight, and then there's all kind of momentum and more people show up to stadium. And you know because people want you know be around that energy. I would challenge everybody to come out next week and just support your team. and say, hey, we got your back. Yeah, you know we're going to be here. We understand we're rebuilding and we're trying to build a program again. We have you know we're not there yet. We're going to get there. But having the community sport behind these players, these coaches, says a lot to those players.
3: Absolutely. And if you come all, you're come you coming off the season 0-10 and, and then you have a new coaching staff this year and you're trying to rebuild the program, honestly, all things considered, Wellston has done tremendous so far in these, like the first half of this game and last game. They pulled the win out last week. And like I said, there's still a whole half of football to go. A lot of things could happen. I know it's, we've got a good deficit here, but I've seen crazier things happen
2: this is an easy uh, time to pile on, you know, well, here we go again, you uh-huh. know, from the old Wilson fan. <laughs> right, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Nancy, don't do that. Say, hey, we're going to support you through this. You know, we're going to be there. You know, that way when we start winning, because we're going to build a winning program, then you're not a bandwagon fan. You're yeah. there and you're building, you're helping build support them. Just show support, you know.
1: Right, okay. right. And you know, we said this last week, and we'll say it again this week, only from a different perspective. Uh, the scoreboard doesn't always tell the tale. Um, you know, you watch this game; it's forty-nine to nothing. But this has been mostly big plays. Right. In between those big plays, there's been some disciplined football played. And you know, PJ, great job putting, bringing up that point about the penalties because it That's completely split ch- my mind. Because last yeah. week, you know, those were drive killers. We felt that, like that game last week could have been thirty to three or thirty to nine or He's whatever. Um, because we were putting together solid drives, three hundred forty-four yards of offense on the ground. Uh, just everything, you know, from a schematic perspective. Was going right for the Rockets last week. Um, this week, I don't, I don't really think it's a, a schematic problem or an execution problem as much as just being outmatched a little bit, in in the big plays. Yeah. Right,
2: and that's the thing. You know, you look at last week. We didn't have one complete pass last week. Well, how many we got today? What, four or five complete passes against a really good team. Right. I mean, that stuff you got to. Yeah. You know, hey, there's positive that you
1: build yep. off of Take those wins. Saw some new formations. Yeah. So, well, guys, it's a uh, clock's ticking down here. We're getting ready to start the second half. We're going to take a, about a two-minute. We'll say, well, say sixty-second break. i uh, will be right back with you. I'm Matt Peterson. Uh, here with me, Nathan Mollahan and Paul Peterson. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3 FM and 1330 AM. We'll see you in about sixty seconds. Good job, Pete. Suck.
2: <laughs> 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 oh. Have to take him out the a plant the... You there, Hayden? Hello. Well, I'm. Not sure if we're live, but let's pretend like we're live. Okay. Just in case. We'll do that? Both teams are coming back out on the field. <laughs> We've got three minutes left to go in the halftime right now.
1: So we,
2: we, we apologize. apologize
4: for
1: that time. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were going to a break. Evidently, we did not, but that's okay. Uh, so, scoreboard right now taking down about two minutes and 40 seconds left until the half officially starts. Uh, team captains are at midfield with referees. Uh, so we're really looking for the Rockets to come back and just reestablish uh, some kind of continuity and discipline and all the fundamental things that make you a good football team. Do not let this game beat you up. Um, understand who you're playing. Um, something about Fairland, and we've, we've kind of mentioned it on and off, but I don't think we can underscore this enough. You know, they're lining up four wide in some capacity. Trips left. Uh, we'll do twins to both sides. I mean, we've got something going on like that every single play. And all of these receivers are six foot plus, 170 180 pounds and they run like gazelles. I mean it's just it's ridiculous the athleticism that's out there. Not and, to mention no huddle. Right. Yeah, it's up tempo all night long. And you know what we're dealing with on the outside, Johnny Scott had to come out there towards the end of the half on defense. Uh, we bring in a sophomore Roger Woods, about 5'6 five, 5'7. Five, Josh Clark's in the outside linebacker that has to cover the slot receiver. He's about <laughs> he's 5'6. Yep. So some physical mismatches out there. I will say this though. To those smaller guys, they're hanging in there as as far as speed goes. Um, We have not seen anything where, um, you know, a lot of times wide receiver routes will get a little bit physical. You'll get some hand checking going on. haven't really seen any of that. Um, A lot of Fairland's big plays have come on. We had a a run play, I think, where we had a busted defensive scheme. Our inside linebackers kind of got crossed up. And um, number three, Jack Hayden, just, you know, once he broke through, it was was all over. There was nobody there to help. Um, So the big plays have been the story of the night.
2: Tomorrow, there's a rocket invitational, a cross country invitational tomorrow at Wilson High School. Um, challenge everybody to go out and support that. Go out and support the fall sports. Um, there's a lot of time put in there. You've got golf, you got volleyball, you've got soccer, you've got cross country. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a sport here or there. Um, but go out and support these folks. It's uh, a lot of work. You know, um, athletic directors don't always have the most positive ratings. But they put a, time, a lot of time in, and no one sees. I saw Jeff in shot out there setting up the, the track today mm-hmm. um, for the cross country track. That's a lot of work. That's a huge track. Yep. Like little things like that, those athletic directors have to do. That you know, that a lot of thing, a lot of time, people people don't see that. So the best thing we can do is be positive and support our athletics.
1: So anyway, that's, that's it. it. No, that, that's that's absolutely right. And Jeff, man, if, if they had a local program, like kind of like. Capital One has frequent flyer miles. I don't know that anybody puts more miles on shoes than Jeff Henderson. I know. <laughs> I mean, that guy is always running around uh, doing something, does a lot of work for, for all of our sports programs. You see him just about every event, uh, just works his tail off. So while well, we're in on kickoff, just a couple of scores from past week. Um,
2: JV Volleyball for uh, JV and Varsity both opened up the wins this week against South Gallia. Eighth grade volleyball had a win. Um, the boys golf, they won. And then uh, Will Briggs, which is a, he's a really good golfer for Wilson. Uh, Briggs, or Briggs led the Rockets on a home opener and takes six, sixth place in the field of
1: 73. So great job. That's swinging the golf stick. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. <laughs> that kid can play. So we are here in the second half. The opening kickoff is away. Cale Fott is going to receive this. And he'll catch the ball on about the six-yard line. Catches it on the right side of the field. Cuts off to the left. Has a seam up the middle. Another shake and bake move. He's breaking tackles again, folks. Finally, gang tackled of about the 34-yard line for the Golden Rockets. So, um, Kale Fott is a consistent kick returner. Number 764,
2: Fairland, Braxton Brown, 5'9", 220. I'm not sure who hit him, but he went rolling. <laughs> That's a big fella out there.
1: I wish I could have got the number of the guy hit him, because that would have been the, hit of the game. So the Rockets back on offense. Johnny Scott has his guys in the huddle. Looks like Seth Lambert will be the running back to start the second half. And Mason Collins will be the wing back. We'll see how they line up. Johnny Scott gets the play in from the sideline. Now the boys come to the line of scrimmage. Johnny Scott in the shotgun. Evan Cantor wide left. Kale Fott in the slot to the left. Seth Lambert offset to Johnny Scott's left. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap, hands off to Seth Lambert up the right-hand side. Seth Lambert's got some room. Nice hard run by Seth Lambert for a game of about eight yards. Nice, Finally man, brought there. down on the play by Fairland's number 45,
2: Luke Ball. I think he has a read option right there. Johnny did a good job waiting the last second to let go of it.
1: And uh, the line did a great job clearing up some space for him. So, Seth Lambert comes off. Josh Clarkson in. Um, Coach Chris Graham likes to rotate these guys almost like wide receivers. They get switch Switching running back almost every, every carry. So Clarkson offset to Johnny Scott's left. Kale fought in the slot, wide left. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap. Now Scott on a direct run off to the left-hand side, has the edge. Nice move, Johnny Scott. Nice stiff arm. Stiff arm's another player, and he's finally brought down about the Farrell 47-yard line.
2: Yeah, great run by Johnny. Great uh, job by the receivers out here blocking the edge. And then Johnny was getting tackled, and then he made that defender, that linebacker, he really made him pay because he put his hand right on the side of his head and just... Shoved him off. I him. Mean, good job by Johnny.
1: Good so. 12-yard run by Johnny Scott.
2: You know, I like, you know, coming out after that half, after the rough half we had, the body language. These guys are sprinting up the line of scrimmage.
1: Still hustling. They're not walking. You know, they still have a sense of urgency about them. So Seth Lambert offset to Johnny Scott's right. Johnny Scott takes a snap. Fakes. Bubble screen to Kale Fott out on the right-hand side. Kale Fott might have the edge. He's got some speed, and he makes a nice run up to – that's about a nine-yard gain for Kale Fott on the bubble screen. Caught the ball, spun to the right direction, Nate. He did. Took it up the sideline. He
2: might me of Ted Ginn a little bit. And while he spins, he spin moves that he makes, and he's built a lot like Ted Ginn. But great job by making a spin move and, and
1: beat two guys around the edge makes a nice play. And, and Cale's, Cale's tall and lanky, but he's got a nice burst. I mean, he, he took off out of the gate right there. So Johnny's got the shotgun. They're giving him all kind of space right now. Absolutely. Hands off to Seth Lambert. Seth Lambert up the right-hand side. Another big run for Seth. Lambert. He's got some room. Oh, he got tripped up or he'd have been gone. So we'll give Lambert probably a close to 20, maybe 18-yard gain for Seth Lambert. Had a nice seam off to the right-hand side. So hats off to the offensive lineman. Can't see who's lined up on that side. Looks like number 78, Gage Goheen.
2: Yeah, I can't see the numbers from this angle. Great job by the line. Great job by Seth. Good patient run. Good patient run.
1: That's the best run we've seen out of our backs so far tonight. So Johnny Scott in the shotgun with Josh Clarkson offset to his right. Kale in slot. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap. Hands off to Clarkson up to the left. Clarkson, same thing. Has some room. Nice play by number fifty nine or fifty eight. Wyatt Kaleco. It's
2: a small game, so you know, anytime you can gain yards, so that's what about a three yard gain. Anytime you get positive yards, it's positive. So you take it.
1: So my apologies, down, folks. Where I'm at in the press box, I've got a stanchion in between me and the line of play here. Second down and about seven from the Fairland 15. Seth Lambert offsets Johnny Scott's right. Hands off to Lambert to the left-hand side this time. Lambert, nice stiff arm. Gets the edge. Cuts by number 25. Still rolling. Seth Lambert finally knocked out of bounds at about the six-yard line of Fairland. So the Rockets are threatening. Way to have a nice, solid opening drive to open the second half.
2: Good job by the Rockets. And uh, I tell you what, good good job by the Fairland defender there. Almost had a horse collar. He let go well, then, uh, another half the distance of the goal on that. So first in goal from the Fairland five-yard line for the Rockets.
1: Yeah. And it does look like Fairland has some substitutions in. Um, some of their you know, JV backup players in the ball game now. So Jai Scott in the shotgun. Hands off to Clarkson. Clarkson up the middle of the field. Clarkson driving, still driving. Close to a touchdown, but very close. Looks like he's down about the one yard line, yeah. maybe a six six inch line. <laughs> and he's slow getting up, he just wore out. I don't think he's hurt. No, well, he's limping a little, a little bit. bit of a limp. So Clarkson's gonna come back off
2: in that area right there. He could have got rolled up on from behind, and looks like he's got an ankle issue hopping off the field on his left ankle. So, second and goal from the about two yard line for the Rockets.
1: Seth Lambert back in the backfield. Offset to Johnny Scott's right. Cale fought in the slot. Evan Cantor wide right. Johnny Scott hands off to Seth Lambert. Seth Lambert over to the left-hand side, and he is in for a Golden Rocket touchdown. touchdown. So the junior, <laughs> Seth Lambert, his first touchdown of the season for the Golden Rockets. And he got RKO'd on that one as
2: he went. Into the- <laughs> <laughs> that guy got him high and slung him. So good job by the Rockets coming
1: out. Yeah, that's what we needed right there. Yep. And congratulations to Seth. I know um, he's a very, very passionate kid. He's a junior, kind of a leader of that backfield. Um, I'm sure he was a little bit disappointed with some of those drives because if we don't have those penalties, he probably gets in the end zone last week. Uh, Saw Josh Clarkson have his first career touchdown last week. Uh, So wait to see our other running back get on the board. I'm excited to see what those guys do over the rest of the season. Great drive by the Rockets. Weber for the point after. And Mikey Weber's kick is good. Great job. Right down Broadway for Mike Weber, the senior kicking specialist. So it's 49-7, to 5.59 left in the uh, third quarter. We'll pause for 30 seconds. I'm Matt Peterson with Nathan Mollahan, Paul Peterson. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports, 105.3 FM at 1330 AM.
2: Anybody there? Well, let's pretend like we're live again. So we got no 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 confirmation that we actually got the break. From the big voice in the sky. But good job by the Rockets coming out. Mike Weber did a good job uh, with the point extra. He had about 20 yards to go on that one. We were talking to Coach Graham the other night. They said that uh, he hit a 42-yarder in practice.
1: Yeah. And I I hope that he gets an opportunity here. um, If we get a fourth and manageable uh, from inside, you maybe the 30. I'd like to see him give him a crack at it. That'd be nice. Yeah. And
2: Mike's one of those kids that come out as a soccer player, um, got recruited to a football team and uh, one of the first soccer players for our first, you know, the first ever varsity soccer uh, club that we've ever had. So he stuck out all four years. So it's good to see that. Yeah. You
1: know, kicking's always been, a, a, I guess, one of the things we struggled at over the years. Yeah. And the last, the last couple of years, he's also played um, a little bit of wide receiver. They moved him in wing back some on offense. We haven't seen him at that position tonight. Uh, but I remember when he came in as a freshman, he was about 120 pounds soaking wet. If he's not 180 now, yeah, he I mean, he's good. a stout kid. Yeah, he looks good. So Mike Weber's kick is away, squib kick. It's going to bounce in the middle of the field, be picked up by number, number five. five. Not sure the name on that. He's got the edge. So number five, he's Graham. passed the 50, he's to the 40, and finally tripped up by number 15, Kale Fott, and cleaned up by the kicker, Mike Weber. So that was uh, number five, C.J. Graham, 145-pound uh, junior. Quick. Yeah, very quick. He caught the edge fast. That, that ball's going to be marked at about the Wellston 39 yard line. So, just like that, the, the
2: momentum switches for the uh, Fairland Dragons. Yeah, so, let's see how we respond right now
1: as the Rockets. So, Wellston's defense getting set. Number eight, Seth Lambert, and number 55, Isaac McWilliams. The middle linebacker is Evan Canner. The corner to the left. Cale fought the corner off to the right hand side. Safeties are Mike Weber and Mason Collins.
2: Isaac McQuinn has been very active as, from that linebacker
1: position. All right, here we go. Peyton Jackson in the shotgun. No, I'm sorry. We've got a backup quarterback in now. Number four, the running back. Hand off and a nice run. Finally brought down by Mike oh, Weber. Isaac McQuinn did a great job getting backfield. Made a good initial contact with the running back. Did a good job breaking the tackle and giving a little bit of a gain out of that. So number four, that's Lucas a Bumpus, I think, is how you say that. 5'7", 145-pound running back. A nice game. It's going to bring up second and about four, we'll call it.
2: And now Farrell taking their time getting plays in
1: right now and just kind of eating the clock up. So number three, Jack Hayden, who has a couple touchdowns in this game, he's going to come in at quarterback now. Bumpus offset to his right. Four wide, handoff to Bumpus again Bumpus off the left hand side Has a little bit of room, breaks a couple tackles Bumpus still running, Mike Weber finally Chases him down and he's brought out of bounds By, looks like Mike Weber And Mason Collin No, Mike Weber is the one that ran him out of bounds Bumpus can fly <laughs> Another big gain And right now
2: we do have a run of clock And the clock's down to 218 in the third quarter, 49-7 Dragons, Dragons down in the red zone Threatening to score again yeah, he hit the edge, and he was gone on that. Good job by the Rockets by not giving up the play and not giving up a
1: touchdown. And I, I think it looked like he might have even ran out, of, outrun his lead blocker. Because there were not a whole lot of jerseys out there where he was running for either team. So Hayden in the shotgun, Bumpus offset to his left, and off to Bumpus. Bumpus up the middle, not much doing on that play. Number 27 for the Rockets, or 21, no, 27, Ethan Case. A freshman in the game for the Rockets. So that's good to see, Coach Graham, get some of these guys some big, big game varsity experience. That will pay dividends down the road. Number fifty-one
2: for the Rockets going out of the game. Hunter Brown. And yeah, trying to get the number of the player. I, didn't, checked see, in for I it. didn't see it
1: either, Nate. It had a bad angle. So number, Looks like number fifty-two. Yeah, Devin, Devin Barnhill, in. sophomore. Devin's got a ton of potential also. Good size. Devin's a good size kid. So Hayden in the shotgun. Hands off to number 23, Garrett Massey. Ball, Massey's going to pick up a first down. Number 64, Dayton Breach, make first contact, and then
5: a host
2: of Rockets kind of game tackle and brought him down before he got to the end zone. 84.
1: So clock running down with about 45 seconds left. In the third quarter, 49 7 Golden, or I'm sorry, 49 7 Dragons. Over your Wellston Golden Rockets third what call it? Third and nine on that play. I thought Massey might have picked up the first down right there. Evidently we were not clear on the spot. So Hayden in the shotgun. Massey offset to his right. Low snap. Hayden picks it up. He's being chased. Benny Goddard in the check couldn't quite catch him. Hayden's still running, still running. Hayden's gonna scamper for a touchdown on a busted snap.
2: And right there is work. The depth is getting a good, a good job getting in there, but he's just so worn out. You know, yep. trying to hold that edge and, and keep containment. You can just see that you know these guys are tired. Yeah, you know, good job by the, the Fairland Dragons. We're not giving up right there. But our Rockets are they're, they're just kinda they're
1: on their heels right now. Yep. And Mike Weber it looked like he might have had a chance to make the play. Uh, but from his position on the field, um, he had to take a bad angle, allowed Hayden to just slip through a little bit of an arm tackle. And that's how he got into the end zone. So it's 55-7 with the PAT pending. And I think we might have a different kicker now at this point as well. Low kick. The kick is good. And, no, that's the same kick. That's Aiden Miller. So he's still perfect on the night from uh, the point after. So 56-7, Faron. And that's the end of the third quarter. So we're going into the fourth quarter. Um, Rockets getting some players. uh, Both teams actually getting some players in uh, for some experience, which is a good thing. Um, And that's pretty much where we stand. So we're going to take about a 60-second break in between quarters. I'm Matt Peterson. I'm here with Nathan Mollahan and Paul Peterson. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on Fox Sports 105.3 and 1330 AM. We'll see you in about 60 seconds.
3: Renovate
5: that old kitchen, put a nice redwood deck out back, add an extra room, maybe even add to the family room with that pool table or 4K Ultra HD TV you've been wanting. Improving your home can enhance its value and improve the quality of your life. See us about a home improvement loan. We're an equal housing lender. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC.
0: Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee-powered tools, gas-powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Golden Rocket football here in Proctorville, Ohio. And Aiden Miller's kickoff after the touchdown is in the air. Kale Fott is going to pick it up on about the 7-yard line. Catches it to the right side of the field, cuts back to the middle, has a couple of blockers, cuts back out to the right side edge, tripped up, stays on his seat and finally brought down, tried to catch himself with his hand there, couldn't quite stay upright. Uh, but that'll bring the ball out to about the Wellston 30. That was a smart play. Once he went down, to
2: just go down and not try not try to get back up and risk injury right there. Right. So this upcoming week, let's see JB football versus uh VC at home. So JB football played Vin County at home Monday on 828. And then our JV and Varsity Volleyball uh, will play Piketon on Monday, 8:28. Girls Golf at TVC Ohio match. Uh, River Valley will be the host on Thursday, 8:29. So,
1: please, go out and support the local sports. So, Johnny Scott has his guys back in the huddle. You got Seth Lambert offset to his right. Mason Collins, the wing back to the right. Cale Fott slot to the left. Evan Canner wide left. Johnny Scott. Collins in motion. Collins has a handoff. Collins around the left-hand side, has the edge, has a good blocker, and Evan Cantor follows his block. Nice. Collins block. still running, hits the defender in the chest, and he's got an awesome game. We'll call that about 23.
2: Evan yeah. Cantor pancakes his guy. That DB was on his back, so that just might be my end of the game selection right there for me. Right. So, so, that was a <laughs> nice play. This late in the game and the situation we're in right now, for Evan Cantor to still be going that hard for that senior, you know, that's that makes you proud. As a fan, and I'm sure his dad
1: and his mom in the crowd is very proud. So, 23-yard game by Mason Collins. He is fast. we we'll us like to see him get the ball a little bit more. So, Seth Lambert still in the backfield with Johnny Scott. Johnny Scott takes a shotgun snap. Collins in motion again. Takes to Collins. Scott's going to keep it. Scott up the middle of the field. He has some room. Johnny's on the run. Nobody's going to catch him. 25 has the best angle. Not going to get there. Johnny Scott into the end zone for a Wellson touchdown. Nice run by Johnny Scott. A good fake. by Was that Seth Lambert? He faked it, too? No, Mason Collins. Mason Collins went in motion, jet motion from the right-hand side. Everybody but,
2: bit on that, and, of course, he pulled it, and then he was gone. Beat a couple tackles, and hit the edge. and was gone. Great job by
1: Johnny Scott. Yep. Great play call to come back off the motion that you just ran for a big gain yep. and do something a little bit different. So Mike Weber in, Johnny Scott to hold. Mike Weber will attempt the PAT. He made his first one. Snap down, kick is up, and it's good. So another right down the middle poke by number nineteen, Mike Weber, the senior kicking specialist. So with nine twenty-two left in the fourth quarter, it's fifty-six fourteen, Fairland ahead.
2: I expect to see a lot of well, you would expect to see a lot of clean jerseys, but the fact of the matter is our numbers aren't that well anyway. So a lot of our guys are playing. Um, so. I want to guess you want to. I don't know if I'd have Kel out there receiving this ball right here. He's too valuable for that team to be in. the uh, I think back there and kick off um, in this situation. We're kicking, so he wouldn't receive. Okay, but yeah, let me get. I, I got you. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> uh, thanks for waking me up there. Pete. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I wonder how many. Uh, what the record is for a uh, number of kick returns in the game? Kel could be approaching that record because he's probably got. Yeah, what, close to ten.
1: He's got a good bit of yards, that's for sure. And once he got that first one out of the way, every one of them's been twenty plus. I mean, as far as actual attempts, kick return oh, attempts. Attempts, yeah.
2: attempts, yeah. I'm not sure. They yeah, say so what they've got. Yeah, so I, I think they've kicked off what
1: nine times. Quite a few, too many. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> too many for our taste. So I'm trying to get some jersey numbers for uh, Fairland's return guys. They got too deep. Number five, CJ Graham, and number twenty-three, Garrett Massey, the return men for Fairland. So Mike Weber looks like he might be having a little bit of a trouble getting the ball set. There he goes. Ball's on the tee. On the referee's whistle. Ball's ready for play. Mike Weber. Be a mid-range kick popped up in the air. Going to be fielded by number five. Hesitates, cuts off to the left, cuts back to the middle. Nice hit! Nice hit by number fifty-four, Hunter Collins.
2: Really nice hit! Good job by the kickoff team getting downfield. You're staying in their lanes, and then Hunter Collins cleans it up. That was a big hit. Mike's doing a good job kicking the ball too. He's getting it high, and he's getting it good depth on it.
1: Right. So, not a lot of room there for Farrell. And ball's going to be placed at about the 33 yard line. 7:04 left on the running clock in the fourth quarter. So, Kale Fott, your corner to our side. Evan Kanner, corner to the opposite side. And number six, Jarrett Meachin, and an outside linebacker in place of Josh Clarkson. Number 16,
2: Tanner DeWine for the Rockets Junior comes into ball for the ball game. Looks like he's playing safety
1: position so jack hayden in the shotgun hands off number 23 massey massey to the right hand side he's going to be brought down for a loss devin barnhill had to uh got him in the
2: backfield of the jersey got a loss and then uh looks like a couple other rockets come to help number 27 down. case
1: i think was in yeah, there to, to help clean that up devin brown did a great job getting the backfield getting a hand on that jersey and hold him up so bennett in the check checks out of the game for the golden rockets i'm trying to see um, who came in in his place? Fifty-five. Uh, Isaac McQuill checks out the game.
2: It's hard to get these numbers from this angle. Ethan Case checks in for Isaac McWilliams,
1: I believe. Yes, he's in at that middle linebacker position. So Kale fought right now. It uh, looks like might be the only him and Evan Cantor might be the only veteran players on defense. Hayden takes a shotgun snap, hands off to Massey again. Massey met in the backfield again. could be a loss of one.
2: Number 68, Brendan Hall, sophomore, got in there and just made a great play behind the line of scrimmage.
1: So that's going to bring up third, and we'll call it about 13, maybe 14. Say third and
5: 13.
2: Brendan Hall did a great job as a defensive line. When that ball carrier goes away from you, you're taught to scrape that backside of that offensive line and not get too deep. He did a great job keeping his depth.
1: And as soon as that uh, running back turned back into him, he was right there waiting for him. Number 45, Isaac Fox, who's the outside linebacker checked in for Kale Fott. And then Grayson sights in uh, safety for the Rockets. Hayden in the shotgun, takes a snap, hands off again. Looks like Massey again up the middle. Massey's going to get a few of the yards yeah, back. Yeah. He's back to maybe the, the original line of scrimmage or just short of it. So just short is going to be bring up fourth and 11, so gain yeah. of about two for Massey. So fourth down for Farrell brought down by Brennan Hall again. Good job by the, the young man
2: coming in to make a play. He's a sophomore. He really looks good out there. I mean, he's a good build and he's very
1: quick for uh, the size. And that's, that's one of the keys for the Rockets uh, to have future success is keep these guys around. So it's good to get them in ball games. Get them used to some varsity game speed. Um, we talked about Devin Barnhill earlier. I think he's another one with his size. He's going to be a big, big player. Uh, for the Golden Rockets over the next couple of years, yeah, Devin's a good basketball player. He's a good athlete. Um, he's got good size.
2: He's a he's a great kid. Get a great high, uh, just a high IQ on the football
1: field and basketball field. So definitely going to be a big part of the, the success moving forward. And number 16 Tanner Dewine checks in for Kale Fod at the corner on this side. So Fairland back to punt. Ethan Case in number
2: six Jarrett Meacham for Wilson, looking to put pressure on the punter right here. They're running it down to the last second. We're we'll going to call a timeout. No, we've got a flag. So they ran the play clock down.
1: Delay a game against Fairland. Fairland. So that will back them up just a little bit. looks like Kale Fott is still going to be the return man for the Rockets.
2: Kale's definitely giving him plenty of respect. I'm not sure. I saw Coach Woodruff out there talking to Cale. I'm not sure if he said just you know, fill it up, let it go, or just you know, stay away from him. I'm not sure. But Kale's awful deep
1: right now. Mm main thing is don't do anything crazy you you mentioned a couple times staying healthy yeah that, i think that's key for him is that you know everybody's hungry and, and wants to make something happen with 319 318 so the clock's, clock's running obviously We're down to about three minutes in the fourth quarter 56 14 fairland uh fourth and 11 fairland about the punt KO fought he is deep nate probably about 45 <laughs> yards deep uh so bryson hunt's punt um Rugby-style Gets about punt. that far though yeah uh, nowhere near Cale Fox, but he's going to let it go. He's going to take a Fairland bounce. Uh, they're still waving. It's going to be downed at about the Wilson twenty-five yard line,
2: just like we suspected. You know, I think Coach Blair said, "Hey, listen, let's be smart here. We five, got a couple minutes left to in to the game. Five, five, five. No need to get you hurt." I know Kale; he's competitor. He probably want to return that one. A good
1: job, just staying away from it. Yeah, better. he made, made no break on the ball. Yeah, so that had to have been a communication from the coach. Just, just let it go. So the Rockets are going to come back on offense. Two thirty-four left in the fourth quarter. And I can't say enough, and I've said it all game about the
2: bilinguals of the Rockets. You, know, you never know what's going in those huddles, but from the outside looking in, they still look like they're positive out there. Like the, you know, their heads, they, they've had the, the, the head kicked out in the night, but they're still staying like they're, they're staying positive. You can tell. Yeah. And there's been no change in effort. Right. I mean, the, the they're still fighting. Effort's been there all night. And, when, and I think that shows a lot for the coaching staff when you got a team out there in the situation
1: we are right now and they're still fighting for you that means a lot right well I think you know the coaches have done a good job of showing the guys that they believe in them yeah and that this year is not last year right uh, we've got a new culture yep yeah, yeah. things look to be headed in the right direction yeah
2: I like respect what Coach Graham said a, you know, a couple weeks ago in our first pregame show that we had um, on Thursday night he, he said you know it's one thing to go join a program It's another thing to build a program and that's what he wants to do and I believe he's going to do it and uh like I can't say enough. I just hope everyone can be patient, and the fans can still come out and support this team like they're a ten and no team next week.
1: Yep. So the Rockets are about to come on out on offense. This game brought to you by Gallia Jackson Megs Alcohol Drug and Mental Health Board, Honda, Suzuki, Polaris, Caman, and KO of Jackson Neuro Collision. Uh, they'll be doing a, we'll do a collision of the game for them after a bit here. So the Rockets in on offense. Number twenty three, Mason Collins. It's Actually, in a quarterback, Jarrett Meacham. Hand off Jarrett Meacham, the sophomore, not much of a gain, if any. Actually, it's going to be a loss of about a yard and a half. A six
3: down
1: number six, Jarrett Meach- Meacham checks
2: out, and number 17, and Seitz, or Grayson, Grayson, Grayson Seitz. Grayson Seitz. It's Coach J-
1: or Seitz's son. i son. getting all tongue-twisted here at the end of the game. So backup quarterback Justin Jackson is injured, so Mason Collins, who normally plays wingback, in a quarterback for the Rockets here. That shows you our depth uh, issue right there. Right. I can't see who's running. Is that still him in the backfield, Nate? I can't see the like number. It. So Mason Collins is going to keep it almost like a Wildcat. Uh, breaks a couple tackles, still driving. Um, he'll get the original yardage oh, man, back and maybe gain one from the original line. So we'll call that a game of about two. Yeah. When you have somebody who's never played quarterback before back there game taking snaps really right now, it shows you our, our depth situation.
2: But you know what? He's doing a good job back there catching that ball. It's not easy. I mean, it looks easy from up here and in the stands when you catch a shotgun snap. But when you're after the game and it's all on you and you've never done it before, so good job that young man.
1: Yeah. And, and as we saw early in the game, things can happen yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with those snaps. So you definitely have to have your head on a swivel. So Mason Collins in the shotgun. Seth Lambert. No, that's Meacham. My apologies. Number six, Jarrett Meacham. Seth Lambert's number eight, so it's close we we'll meet him offset to Mason Collins' left. Mason Collins going to take the shotgun, snap straight, keep to the left. He's got a crease. Look He's here. up through the middle of the field. Bust loose, breaks by a tackle number 25, and Mason Collins might be gone. 20, 15, 10, 10 5, 5, and Mason Collins touchdown. in for the late touchdown. So that's what we said, folks. The effort was never an issue with this Rockets football team. They're going to fight all the way to the end. We're down inside 30 seconds left, so I'm pretty sure that'll probably be the last play of the game but mason collins caps it off on a positive note make it 56 20 is that a 74 yard run roughly i think so Yeah, 74. yeah 74. <laughs> 74 74 on the button good call nate and that's what we said you
2: know when you have a team that doesn't give up and keeps fighting for the coaches out there like you know mason could easily get, get a half heart effort uh, right there and not score but he kept fighting and scored good job yep
1: Great job by the line. There's six seconds left. They're running in like they're going to attempt this PAT, but I don't know if they're going to let him kick it or not. Time technically has expired. They're going to stop it with .1 seconds left. (laughs) So it looks like they are going to let Mike Weber attempt this PAT. I like
2: that because the more practice he gets in the game, situation, the better. So good job by the coach and staff. Or
1: no, they're going to line it up. Players are walking off to the sidelines now. It almost looks like a – somebody call a timeout? Yeah, Wilson, I think, called. We, we called a timeout, so we yeah. want Mikey Weber to take another shot yeah. at this extra point. He's perfect on the night as well. Right. Like I said, this is a good, a
2: good job by our coaching staff by using that timeout. You can't take it with you, and you can't get this kind of simulation into practice. So, good job by our staff. You know, we've seen a lot of good things tonight, like Evan Cantor, ran a great route in the first half. Johnny did a great job getting the ball to him. The ball goes to his hands. Happens to the best of us. It was a big interception, pick six. And, uh, but like I said, there's a lot of things that you can build off as a coaching staff and uh, you know, take taking into week three. So keep your heads up and keep fighting, Rockets. Here we go. One point or .1 seconds left to go. Mike Weber back to kick the extra point.
1: Johnny Scott to hold. And we've got some kind of a hold up here. Not sure the referee had the ball set for play. I think the referee's playing tic-tac-toe in his book. Maybe. (laughs) So the rest of your sponsors, Belisio Foods, Higgins Steel Roofing and Siding, Holder Health Systems, Happenings Bistro, and Nimco Propane. So Johnny Scott, the hold. Snap down. Mike Weber hesitates, kicks, and it's still good. Kick is good. Good job. Uh
2: Hey, great hold. Because he has some pressure on him right there, so... Is it number 19, Michael Weber? Or of
1: course, Michael Weber uh, completes the kick. I can't see who the holder was. Johnny Scott
2: was the holder. Okay, so good job by Johnny by keeping the
1: exposure right there. It looked like something might have bad happened because Mike Weber hesitated just a little bit. wasn't sure he was going to get the kick off, but he does. The kick is good. So your final tonight, Fairland 56. Your Wilson Golden Rockets 21. Um, good to see some good things happen late. Came back in the second half. Good strong effort. Mason Collins finished that off. Um, I think, like you said, I think his run has to be a candidate for hit of the game. Uh, the other one stands out to me, uh, was on the special teams play number 54. Hunter Collins came in and absolutely rocked the ball carry on that kickoff return in open space. So uh, those are my two candidates for hit of the game. Uh, but good effort by the Rockets. Um, a little bit outmatched on the outside, of course, we talked about that earlier. Uh, a senior quarterback that was a three-year starter. Uh, so this guy's no slouch. And they're all athletes, man. They're big kids. And even, you know, they bring in some smaller guys later on, guys that are, you know, 5'7", and they can fly. Right. Uh, so a lot of speed this Fairland Dragons team has. Um, much respect to them. Uh, best of luck to them throughout the rest of the year. I'm sure they're going to uh, go far. The good thing, we got out healthy. You know, once it got started looking ugly, a lot of, a lot
2: of things that positive you can build off from, the body language, the effort up until the end of the game, that's stuff you can build off from and take out of week three. And we're healthy. Yeah. So that's good, especially with our uh, numbers that we have. I want to say thank you to PJ just showing up here, for Paul. Paul, do you have anything you want to close out with? Uh,
3: we may have lost the game tonight, but uh, in all honesty, there's a lot of wins we can take home from this. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, 80 yards and penalties last week, and then we come in here tonight and there wasn't a single flag through the game. Uh, I'll take that back. There was one. There was a delay of game uh, on Fairland. But, you know, if you can go from a winning game where you have 80 yards and penalties, you come in here and don't put up any penalty yards whatsoever and then you keep that you keep somewhat of a momentum going and then you get into the second half and you're able to close that gap from a, a very large deficit. There's a lot of wins that this team can take home from this and I just I hope they, these boys realize that. I can't imagine how tired they are because if you're playing both sides of the ball against an effective hurry up offense, it will absolutely drain you. And to see these kids come back out here in the second half and make the advancements they did, and put some points up on the board. It was legitimately impressive, and I'm proud of these guys.
1: I, I abs- agree more. Absolutely, and it, it's hot. You know, the, yeah. the, game, the game moved back to an 8 o'clock off time because of heat. It's humid. It rained. I um, had a lot of stuff with the elements going against us. Uh, so you're absolutely right for them to come out and fight as hard as they did. Hats off to our boys, man. Um, as far as you know, the correction from penalties to last week, that shows me two things. One, the coaches know how to address it. And two, the players respond. Yes. So you know that's that's something that we talked about uh, with Coach Graham earlier in the week. Um, it's been cleaned up, and I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see where this team goes from here. The season's by no means over. This was a, a big learning experience, I think. So uh, with that, we're, we'll end our broadcast. Before we do, we want to do we do want to announce the Monroe Collision Player of the or the Hit of the Game. Um, I think I've got to go with Mason Collins on that run, guys. I, I don't agree. know about you. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. I, I think that's it. I mean, it, it was a good hard run. Um, he had a defender right in front of him, and just absolutely lowered the boom, shoulder to the chest. And I think after contact, just the momentum alone gave him an extra three or four yards. Yeah. So it's it's always nice, you know. Mason plays safety, so there's opportunities for him to get hits on defense. But I think if you can get one on offense, that's that's a nice oh, feather yeah. in your cap. I agree, 100%. So Mason Collins, Mason, Mason Collins, with your Monroe collision, hit of the game. So that's going to be it for us tonight, folks, Again, to your final. Maryland 56, Wellston 21. We'll see you next week. I'm Matt Peterson with Nathan Mollahan and Paul Peterson. You're listening to Golden Rocket Football on 105.3 FM Fox Sports and on 1330 AM. Everybody be safe. God bless.
0: You've been listening to Wellston Golden Rocket football on Fox Sports 105.3 FM, AM 1330 WYPC, and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Tonight's game has been brought to you in part time. It's time for Jackson, the Ohio Valley Baseball. Bank.